Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. Yes, yes. Another Tuesday. Sports for you. On your head, on your headphones, on your podcast right now. It's your boy John. My boy Mark. What up? Boy Nick Freeze. What up, what up? The architect been ready. Getting ready to talk some sports with y'all on another Tuesday night here on the West Coast. Coming into that DMX Rough Riders anthem. Because it seems like tomorrow's going to be a battle. And speaking of battles, we got sports, y'all. Sports are coming back. And we're going to get into a lot of sports, a lot of NFL we're going to talk about. We're going to talk a lot of NBA. We're, getting, we're 48 hours away from opening day in baseball. So we're going to talk about all of that tonight. Remember, follow us on Instagram at Sports For You Podcast. Like us on Facebook. Download wherever you listen to podcasts. And let's get started on some NFL talk. As we are a week away from training camps being officially open in the National Football League. And, Mark, you've been very quite critical of the NFL. But, you know, questioning, you know, you've been saying it from day one. No matter what, the NFL is going to go no matter what the pandemic says. And they've proven it. Because they don't have a game plan for the pandemic. Players, towards rookies were scheduled to report today to camp. But still, they do not have a health and safety protocol. On Sunday, a lot of the big names, from J.J. Watt, to Russell Wilson, to Carson Wentz, to Jared. A lot of the big name players who, you know, Drew Brees and others, called out Roger Goodell, called out the NFL for not having any healthy health and safety protocols instead installed for them as they're getting ready for training camp, as they go back into the team facility. Usually training camps, they'll go to a special place in a college university campus, but all the training camps this year will now be held at the team's practice facilities. Mark, you the same day when the NFL is all about the green, and they proved it again by not having these protocols established. The news comes out today there will be no preseason games this year. I've been an advocate for getting rid of preseason anyway. I did this one. I did this like start a trend. But the fellas give y'all the floor. This latest development on still having no healthy and safe protocols to do spin the China as well. Obviously been very monitoring on this pandemic as well. What is the, the NFL have him? Ample time to get this together, and yet they kept their head in the sand like a draft. Uh, it didn't matter to me. They was going to play anyway. Pretty much. Nothing the NFL does surprise me. They just don't care. The only thing that surprised me is that they made their choice, their decision, that went against the money. Shout out to Pepsi. Shout out to Pepsi. 
took the big names, the book, took the big money players to, to speak on them. Yeah, Russell Wilson, he was tweeting, you know, his Sierra, his wife. She's suspected. Yeah, JJ Watt. Andrew Brees. That Odell. Yeah, Odell Beckham. Yeah, all the marquee names were the ones who were, who had this hashtag, we want to play, that had the whole social media trending on Sunday. Because they have not gotten their stuff together. Today, as I stated in our intro, rookies are scheduled to report the camps today, and then by next week, everybody is supposed to be in camp. Mm-hmm. But right now, we don't have no, we don't know what's the game plan. We know that the support that they're going to be testing daily. We know that for a fact. We know now there's going to be zero preseason games for this year. But outside of that. There's really no outline. Obviously, they're not going to go to a bubble camp. It's like the NBA. They're just going to be focused on probably not playing in front of no fans or limiting fans. I saw today, the Rams. Limiting fans. Limiting fans. The Rams announced today, obviously, with um, the opening of SoFi Stadium this year. Now we know that won't their opening won't be until week one that Sunday nighter against the Cowboys. They are eliminating season tickets this year. They will either have no fans or limited capacity to up to 15,000. I think that's okay. So, by the end, at the end of the day, do we – and we saw Baltimore, they're, they're going to do limited fans. I think Jacksonville. The only place we've seen so far where we know that's not going to happen is in New Jersey and New York where the Giants and the Jets play. But, like, it matters. But I'm just saying. I mean, for the Chargers, they already have limited fans, so that doesn't really matter. Ouch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Beagle hate that when you play it back. Producer Ben's going to be very, very upset. Obviously, he's real quiet right now. Shout out to Henry Ruggs for that contract. All right. Shout out to Henry Ruggs. He signed his rookie deal, obviously. Yeah, most definitely. Players are still haven't signed their deals. Now, talks about also on the roster size. Like I stated, I've never been a fan of the preseason. We pretty much know who's going to be on the roster Pretty much when you walk when you walk into camp, you're only really fighting for maybe like three to four to five to six, seven spots on the team. The final, yeah. you know, to make the final 53. Then the rest of you guys are hoping to get a practice squad invite or maybe somebody from another team. If you get waived, they want to bring you into camp and sign you to their practice squad or sign you to their roster. The original number was 90. Now they're thinking about cutting it to 80 because obviously maybe they, the cost is going gonna, is gonna to be money cost so I just don't know with the NFL right now like I said they had plenty of time but if it ain't about the money then it really doesn't matter to them nope no whatsoever the NFL they're driven off that dollar bill as long as they can figure out a way to uh, keep getting those dollars that's all they care about at the end of the day they don't care about what happened to these players if that was the case the NFL by now would have most definitely figured out a way to have better equipment hmm I agree with that. Brings up that that helmet. Y'all guys seen the prototype. Oakley has a helmet where they're supposed to be a mouth guard. After you have, you have a mouth, you have the mouth guard cover mm-hmm. as a way to protect the spread of the of the coronavirus. So it's like a mask, pretty much inside the helmet. Yeah, but it's not covering the whole the whole the whole. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Whole face mask. It's not, it only. It's really just covering basically. 
So your so basically your breath can still go around like it's not gonna be compact. Exactly. So what's the point of having it up on there? I really don't know. That doesn't make any sense. And like, it's not even on your face. It's still like Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So it still can just It didn't it don't That's crazy. From what from what I saw, it didn't look like a, a, a smart thing. Now maybe they when they come out with the official prototype, but the prototype I saw looked as suspect because I don't know what. Oh yeah, that's that's crazy. I gotta look that one up. I haven't seen that one. That's I need the, the that's one, what I'm about to see it right now. I need the Ravens that they, the prototype they used was for the Ravens helmet. So if you look that up, but that really what it is. Speaking of suspect, uh oh, scandal. I'm not talking to Kerry Washington show that was on on ABC. Shout out was one of my favorite, one of my faves. Oh okay. DC, we're not talking about scandal in the White House either yet, but. The Washington football team, who still doesn't have a name. They might as well be called the, the team formerly known as, R.I.P. the Prince. Um, Simple. The story that everyone was talking about, we, we discussed it last week. Obviously, the name changed. We don't know the name. The It seemed like Red Wolves is the, pe- the name that's getting a lot of traction to be the, the, fe- the, the odds on favorite, according to Vegas. But there's this story that was brewing. In the that they said the Washington Post was going to drop about the culture inside the Washington football team, and we found out that this story was real. Fifteen women accused people in the organization of the Washington football team of sexual harassment, sexual misconduct. You had their longtime um, play-by-play voice. Yes, that is it. That ain't gonna work. As Mark just that's, wonder if, that's, that's not going to work at all. For those listening at home, ladies and gentlemen, Mark just went and found the prototype I was explaining for the helmet that the NFL wants to probably use the it looks terrible. block coronavirus in. Like my man Nick Freeze just said, it's Nick, terrible. Did he say he want to block coronavirus in? That's, <laughs> well, no, we can't do that. No, we want to <laughs> get the numbers down. We want the number decrease. As far as, as and that's another thing. When today it came out that the NFL original test was 72 now they said it was it increased to ninety five, but it really they decreased to fifty nine. So someone got their numbers twisted. But back on the Washington football team, you had um, their longtime play by play voice who up and retires the week this story is lingering. Mm. You have scouts and people in the front office fired. Dan Snyder puts out this Manila statement. PR. Then you had an email that leaked that. From him and his wife to the entire organization, which looked like a bunch of garbage. I listened to a lot of women reporters as they was discussing this story, a lot of roundtables over the weekend, or even today, this morning on NFL Network. This story went on the back burner quick on Thursday. If you, I watched NFL Network, they spoke about it, then it went on to the next thing, briefly. Mm-hmm. And now, you have today. It was announced that they have that they have named their first female executive that's going to work exclusively on the radio broadcast. Um, we we've been discussing the, the Washington football team for the last few weeks. They've been a topic of discussion here on Sports for You. But for they're like the New York Knicks of the NFL, and Dan Snyder is James Dolan. Mm. I think he might be worse than James Dolan. And that's pretty bad. If you can be worse than James Dolan. I'm agreeing with Nick on that. 
because I highly doubt that, you know, well, I don't know. That may be the reason why they got brushed under the rug. Maybe they're not the only team that's doing that. Well, hmm. well, you look at it. A lot of the women who cover NFL teams, this, this wasn't a surprise to them. There's a woman. She writes for the Atlanta. Her name is Rianne, Rianne Walker. Look up her article on the Athletic. She covered she covered Washington, I think, the, either for the Post or for the Athletic. She has a self self-person spoken article that she published on Friday. Mm-hmm. And the stuff in there, I haven't got a chance to read it, but listening to what I was hearing about the details, it was just you're getting called, you're getting these calls, certain names. You already had two years ago, people forget about this, the cheerleading scandal. That got brushed under the rug fast, too. You have women basically told that they, cheerleaders show up topless to talk to as we, for season ticket holders. Now, Daniel Snyder, you can't say plausible deniability. Mark Cuban, they, they thought like Mark Cuban could try that, but no, he sat there and he owned it. Because this is just like what happened with the, with the Dallas Mavericks a couple years ago, the Sports Illustrated article about the culture inside the workplace, sexual harassment, um, abuse. And I got to give Mark Cuban credit. He was wrong. He did get a little bit of... He didn't get punished the way a lot of people thought he should. But again, I, get, I ask, and I'm going to ask you, brothers. How do you punish an owner if it doesn't hit him in the pocket? You can't suspend them for games. I mean, I know the NFL did that with Jim Ursay when he had those... Got caught with the drugs and the money and the pills. But the only way you're going to hit an owner is either is is in his wallet. So a lot of people thought Mark Cuban got off lighthearted with the whole situation. But he said, he even spoke to the Dallas Morning News, and he said the NF, that Dan Snyder just admitted you were wrong. Just admit it. He mm-hmm. admitted it. He cleaned house. He hired Cynthia Marshall, who was running, who was the head CEO at AT&T. And I remember when I watched the interview on the jump, her quote was, your team, my organization. Mm. So if I'm Dan Snyder, and you you can't just keep pushing out Ron Rivera to keep being the spokesperson for your team. He's the football coach. He's not a P, he's not a PR agent. Yeah, because his his PR skills aren't aren't that good, anyways. No, get get you a a, a strong business person. I think they just named a new person. I don't know who the person was, but they said the person was close to Snyder. So it oh, is what it, it is. What it is ain't gonna be no different. Get someone in there who's gonna change. Who's going to clean house? That's going to change culture, and get things under wraps, and keep and get stuff together, or else you're just going to end up going down to be still being. No matter how, what you change your name to, mm-hmm. you're still going to be the same old franchise, basically. Yeah. I honestly think they probably just need to get rid of everybody, start all over. Like I put, yeah. in, I think I put in a group chat. They need to just delete that franchise and start all over. I don't <laughs> see why well, that's not a problem. Just clean house. Obviously, you don't keep the players there. But clean house. Just clean house. Get a whole new organization. Obviously, you can't just, like I just said, you can't just keep pushing Ron Rivera or Doug Williams. Yeah. They don't have a GM right now. You don't have a, a, a president of football operations. So you basically, you're trying to get Ron Rivera to be the person who's going to be the person who cleans up the culture and everything. 
cleans up the culture and everything. But nah, nah, nah. This is going to take, like, plastic surgery. What you think, Producer Ben? I want you to get your thoughts on this. Because obviously you were a Mavericks fan, so I want to ask you this. When you remember the Mavericks story of the sexual harassment situation, yeah, and they're comparing it to how the Washington football team situation with the 15... The 15 chicks caught claim of sexual harassment. Remember two years two years ago, you had the cheerleading story where the cheerleaders were asked to show up, the, you know, take off their tops for season ticket holders or blah, blah. How do you clean up a culture? Mm. <clears throat> Can you? If, if this this is stuff that's been going on for years. Yes, yes. It, it, can, we, can we clean up racism? Mm. Bars. And he's bringing that up for years. This is not something that just happened two years ago. This is stems from 2006 to 2019. Well, so, I can say one thing, though, because I've seen it happen with my Clippers. You can change. I mean, you could change owners, but, you know, sometimes even changing owners doesn't help sometimes. But what you have to do is you have to bring in the right people. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, Steve Ballmer, he made sure, all right, we got Doc Rivers, one of the best coaches in the league. Let's make sure he just worries about coaching and not this whole GM coach thing that everybody in the NBA tries to do. Uh-huh. Then the genius move was bringing in Jerry West. You got to bring in people like that in order to, you know, just build up the prestige of your franchise. That way you can build your way up from the bottom up and then people forget about how trash you were about four or five years ago. Sorry. Business as usual is a thing of the past, but the entrepreneurial spirit keeps us closing in on our dream. That's why U.S. Bank makes sure solutions are a conversation away, so we can help you adapt and evolve your business, no matter what comes up. Because even in uncertainty, you can be certain we have your back. U.S. Bank. We'll get there together. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. Note on that one. And I know a lot of people give Jerry West a lot of credit for cleaning up how the, the way you guys get in Kawhi and Paul George. And I'm, and I'm a Lakers fan. We know Nick Freeze is a Clippers fan. But we, we got to give a lot of credit to Lauren Trank. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Him, too. We got to put some respect on the guys, yeah. man. The dude was a former – this nine, like, the dude was a former NBA coach. And he's been with Doc – he's been under the Doc tree for, like, the last decade plus. Mm-hmm. He brought him with him with, to the Clippers. And when Doc was trying to be the head coach and the GM, it just wasn't working. And when Steve Ballmer saw that, he recognized, okay, you need to focus on – I need you to focus on this. And when Doc focused on that, the Clippers, obviously, when people thought you guys were tanking, thought you guys were tanking, y'all, y'all ended up playing even better. Yep. And Lawrence Frank focused on his job and bringing in the right talent, making the right trades. Mm-hmm. But everyone focused because Jerry West is Jerry West, so everyone is going to always no. say, well, it's Jerry West. Well, Jerry West is – Lawrence Frank is consulting Jerry West. Yep, mm. sure is. I, I think that's what the uh, that Washington football team did do is 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 I think they need to get rid of uh, Daniel Snyder. 
uh, and bring in somebody who's uh, just a, a whole different kind of, just different energy, different vibe. Ooh. Producer Ben, they want to change shit ASAP. Bring in a black owner over there. Kick. I mean, if all this is going on, if the owner over there knows, was he a part of this too? He they're saying in he's the story. The he well, they're saying he he's not claimed to be involved in any of it. But he to me he doesn't have plausible but not deniability. The, the people who's involved with it is, is it, they're it, in it, his circle. Yeah, that he knew. Yeah, so so you got you got to protect the money. So of course, right? That's like take the hit. That's, that's like when the color coach tell you, I didn't know uh, I had people paying players. Nigga, you knew. Yeah, Pete Carroll. Um, but I'm just yeah. saying, Coach K. Yeah, then that's not go there. I mean, out of here. <laughs> not go there. Um, but it would have to, like he said, like like the Clippers. If you over here running a, 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 a whole house or a, a whole a, house, yeah, that's basically what it was. A brothel, <laughs> a brothel, a brothel, a brothel. A brothel. <laughs> yeah. You gotta go. You you pimping under the NFL badge. Yeah, that's pretty much what he was doing. You gotta go. I mean, who's who's not to say there's not you know f- uh, uh, underage in there? You, you don't know yeah, what's going exactly, on. Exactly. Seriously, this is just one. You know, and and, and you've been posting for weeks how. This was about to blow over. Like, it was about to pause. Yeah. It was about to blow over pause. Um, <laughs> right. So, I mean, they knew. I don't even want to say that. They knew what was about to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. They knew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I get, I get what you're saying. So, so, so what I'm saying is if you have, it's, it's a few, uh, uh, we know Diddy want to be one. Uh, right. Uh I just seen somebody. Oh, oh, we seen Kevin Garnett. Um, we're gonna get into that. We're gonna we're gonna get into that as well. Try, trying to trying to get stakes in the Timberwolves. So, if you want change ASAP, Ke- Kevin Oh Garnett, Kevin Garnett, yeah, mm-hmm. KG. If you want change right now in these times, let that happen. Let a black owner or or somebody like have ownership like Jordan. Like what, what Jordan got fifty one. It's 51, but, but, about fifty over fifty percent. But it was uh it was a, a black owner ownership group that was trying to buy the Panthers, right? When it wasn't like Diddy, Steph Curry, Diddy. Yeah, Diddy was the was the front runner, obviously. But I know he asked Steph because obviously you know Steph's from North right. Carolina. He's a Panthers fan. Right. I think they should do that. I'm with you, B. I think they should do that. They should have a. Uh, this is the right time. This is the right, right time, time to do it. I keep telling, like, if anything black is gonna happen. The time is now. You got to strike while the iron's hot. Let me ask y'all this: if they if they was not to cut you off, B, but I did. But Sorry did. about that. Probably uh, again tomorrow. I probably will. <laughs> no rules tomorrow. It's not my show. No rules tomorrow. <laughs> there you go. Don't put this on me. <laughs> Whoa! Wait. Stop. Pause. Time. Go ahead, Mark. Um, if they was to do that, if they was to uh, get the black ownership and they put all, you know. Black people in the in the front office. We ain't gonna say all, but if they put most they majority, the majority or uh, a lot. Black and brown, yeah. yeah. Black and brown in there. Yeah. Would y'all be a fan of that team? Yes. Okay. Well, the, I would. I would like to watch their games more. Okay. Okay. I. I. It, it would be interesting to see. I. I. When I, if I on my, have my Sunday ticket, I will probably instead of watching them on the red zone, I would probably return to the channel that they're on if they're not on locally. All right. Yeah. We, we bring that up. We're gonna talk baseball a little later, but we're still on this. But let's stick on this topic of minority ownership. And not minority as in stake. We're talking about minority as in race. Mm. Stephen A. Smith, Max, they had this debate last week on first take. Obviously, I know the big story in baseball is J-Lo and A-Rod are trying to buy the Mets. They just recently brought, They just recently added Brian Erlacher, Travis Kelsey, Bradley Beal to the ownership. To the ownership. J-Lo and A-Rod are, are willing to put up 225 to 300 mil to get the buy the Mets. Stephen A. Smith says that 
and a- had a Rod maybe on the show probably a couple weeks before the before. And a Rod believes that the N- the MLB needs and like a entertain entertainment factor because we talk about it all the time. All of us grew up here in LA. Baseball, there's only eight percent population of major league baseball players. So, does MLB need a majority minority owner just like the NFL does? Because obviously they've been moving kind of slow on the whole social movement, to, on the whole social movement thing as well. They haven't been too vocal. You've heard players. You saw with the Giants game yesterday. You saw their their manager, Gabe Kapler, and some of the players. They kneeled today during the Reds game. Joey Votto and Amir Garrett kneeled. That's dope. Okay, um, the Dodgers. I mean, Clayton Kershaw is leading the, is leading a lot of the white players into getting more active. He's speaking, and obviously they did a the "We're in this together" campaign. So, obviously, Steve Cohen, who's a hedge fund billionaire, he's willing to pay four billion about the Mets. He's willing to pay two billion about a team and two billion about their network mm. Sportsnet Sports SNY Sports New York. Mm-hmm. He might get. He might be able to get the team, but. Would it be a better look to, to sell the team to J-Lo and A-Rod? One, for the entertainment value, and the two, to have a minority owner, the first min- majority owner who's a minority, who one of them is also a woman. I think that uh, the majority, I mean the minority ownership, will probably be a better look. I don't think it matters, the the entertainment thing, because I think what baseball is lacking is uh, – them pushing stars, right? Yeah, most definitely. 100% so, agree. so is is not the is not the 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 entertainment value is they they don't properly uh, push the stars out there. Marketing, you know what I'm saying? marketing. They, they don't yeah. mark they, they market their stars correctly. But with with uh, Trout, his thing is he's not a, like a real vocal player. You know, and, he's more he's really t- like for him to be the best player in the league, he's very timid, right? So you know, and that's not a good look for baseball either. When you when pretty much your best player. Is a guy that doesn't like dealing with nobody. He doesn't talk. He's not really a social person, especially for a sport that really you know. He's very very good, but you know, most definitely the best player in the league. But you know, you get you really can't push him because he's not really marketable if in you, a way. With Trout, and this is always we always the people always had a debate with him and Bryce Harper. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Trout is ten times better than Bryce Harper yeah. as, a, as a as a player, and he's probably gonna go. Probably in his career, he'll probably retire as one of the five greatest baseball players to ever live. If not, he goes down as the GOAT. Um, But he doesn't have the Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper had the hype. Yeah. And he has the personality. He has the personality. And that's what you want with Trout. You want to see a little bit of that dog where you 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 bark back at the media. Uh-huh. You're out but there you, doing more commercials. Which, but you, you don't need that. All you got to do is, is, is you have to... Uh, Put put Trout in a position uh, where you know he'll thrive. Like you got to know his personality. If if his personality, if he have like a Peyton humor type of a Peyton uh, Manning. Manning type of person, you no know, humor. Right. You can put him in um. You can put him in commercials like you know where build him around that. Like I don't think baseball does that enough. But the last time it did it is when they trying to mark that that timeout now is when the the uh, steroid era when when it the was there and we're, and we're going to get into that when we talk MLB cuz we're going to talk about that 30 for 30 best era of baseball I'm sorry we talked and we said that the first <laughs> the first episode of sports for you MLB needs to 
if the steroid era was today, oh my goodness, with some with with all the with the player with the young stars, we look at Mark Mark's a Braves fan. Ronald Acuna Jr. is an MVP favorite. Look at me with the Dodgers, all our young talent. Exactly. You guys, Nick Freeze, Ben Ready, your Angels fans, Mike Trout and and Simmons and Justin Upton and your, your farm system. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna get into the thirty for thirty with this McGuire Sosa thirty for thirty because man. If y'all didn't, if y'all didn't watch. That was that was actually a good. Saw some good times. How baseball where, where baseball was best year in baseball ever. But it, and man, you wonder can they ever no find that? And I'd agree with you. They can't. We're going to talk about that later on in baseball. Let's stick back on the NFL on the NFL topic. Deshaun Jackson has been a real topic of discussion the last couple of weeks. Got into some hot water for some comments posted on his IG about Hitler and saying that Jew, and Jews. We're not gonna get too into the whole end, but he was he was wrong because he stated he didn't state facts, and now he had to basically troll for like the last week for basically sounding anti-Semitic. Stephen Jackson he jumped in to the discussion. He doubled down. Kept going and going, and Don Lemon gave him the out. Like, dude, I'm trying to help you. You really need to think about what you're saying. And now we have this situation where Deshaun Jackson now has been talking to Edelman. He's been talking to Holocaust survivors. He's gonna go to the to the uh, what's it? Um, you know the landmark, the landmark for that dealt with the Holocaust. But. Now we had Kareem, he did an article on the Hollywood Reporter. I know we're starting the NFL, but we're going to stick with this whole topic. And obviously, we're going talk about, we want Black Lives Matter, but we also want to talk about the whole anti-Semitism in, in sports and entertainment. He got into a little war word with Cube over it, because Cube felt he was calling him anti-Semitic. It was like the whole Jerry Hill thing all over again. But... The question is with Deshaun Jackson, and now he's going to survive this. The Eagles, who owners Jewish, their GM is Jewish, they find him. But this also brings up discussion. If Deshaun Jackson was Deshaun Jackson, if it was like, they went through this with Wiley Cooper, and he got a raise, and eventually when he got a raise, he got exposed for being, being basically sorry, and now he's out of the league. I've never understood how to get that contract. Because he said nigger. And basically, Michael Vick, well, and this is where Michael Vick, Michael Vick basically went to vouch for him, and that was, and I'm a, that's a that's a discussion for another another show. Say that for no rules, you know what I'm saying? But um, with Deshaun Jackson, if Deshaun Jackson and I have the skill set that he has, where and why and the Eagles are just wide receiver challenged. Obviously, they drafted the kid out of TCU, Jalen Rager, to be a, a, a number one target for Carson Wentz. But if Deshaun Jackson was at the end of the road, I put it like this. If Deshaun Jackson had the Ray, if this was the Ray Rice situation, I'm going to use the Ray Rice situation. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say Ray Rice, obviously the video played a huge part in Ray Rice's career being over with him punching his wife. That was the reason why. But also, if this was Ray Rice two years prior to that when they were going to the Super Bowl, he was a thousand-yard rusher. He was talking about him as one of the five to ten best running backs. And he got caught punching his wife. Does he still be in the NFL? At that point, yeah, he will. I don't think he would have. Only 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 reason why 
because even though, um, you know, these players back in the day, they always talk about, you know, these guys used to do this and that. There was never no visual of it. Right. The fact that it was a visual is what made it bad because that same thing happened to um, uh, Ray McDonald. He had a video where his. Ooh, he, I remember that video. That was bad. And it, and it was his, uh, I think it was his girl. She yeah. recorded him. Yeah. Like, he was chasing her all around the table. And she oh, was, like, screaming. Like, it was I remember crazy. That. I remember that. I remember that. And, you know, and Ray McDonald was a very good player. He wasn't just mm-hmm. no scrub. He was nah. he was a very good player. And when and I think he was in his prime. But when that video came out, he got cut. He's never been in the NFL ever since. But I, th- I think what John is asking, like, let's say if, if now, if it was, um, uh, Saquon Barkley or... Uh, I'm just two wide receivers. Patrick Mahomes, Odell Beckham. If it was Odell, they would uh, he wouldn't get suspended. Uh, he, 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 would, he wouldn't. No. Okay, let me put. I'm if, it Patrick, if it was Patrick Mahomes, I'm gonna put it like this. This one even got to the because uh, I think this is the perfect comp for Deshaun Jackson. If it was Tyreek Hill, and we know everything his history has. Oh, he's a rat. And his history has, and he's in the and he's with the Eagles. And Doug Marone had him in Kansas City. Obviously, they drafted him. Yeah. And he said this stuff, and he's on his way to get a new contract. Does he survive it? No. Mark. Tyreek Hill? Yes. I don't think I don't think Tyreek. Just off, just off the, um, his background. By the way, Chris Sims, Tyreek Hill is not the best wide receiver in football. Go ahead. Uh, Wait, what? Who said that? Chris, Chris Sims. Sims? You, oh, here we go. Here go another Chris. <laughs> go, go ahead. Go ahead, <laughs> For <laughs> I want to play some crisscross right now. <laughs> Warm it up, Chris. <laughs> go um, ahead, Mark. Go ahead, Mark. Damn, I forgot what I was about to say. Uh, Does Tyree, if Tyreek Hill is a member, if this is Tyreek Hill, and, and he did what uh, Deshaun Jackson did, let's let's just say he doesn't have his history that we know about. Because Deshaun, I think so. I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think. Uh, I think I think Tyreek Hill have a, he'll probably sit out a year and then uh and then come back and get signed. I don't think he'll even sit out a year. He been talking about four games. Well since, I, I agree with that too. But I think he I think he'll still get signed. Well since producer Ben and played the music, keep that going. Chris so, Crisscross, since I said about we had a it seemed like the last two episodes of Sports for You, the name Chris has seemed to be very trend has been becoming a trending topic on this show. Chris Sims. Former NFL quarterback, played at Texas, now works for NBC Sports, has a podcast called Overrated. Uh, and he gave his top 10 receivers. And I'm going to go from 10 to 1, okay. brothers. All right, Producer cool. Ben, chime in as well. At number 10, this kind of make me feel good, but I still was kind of like, hold on now, too soon. Wait, somebody from, y- from y'all team? Yes. What? Who? Court- Cortland oh. Sutton, number 10. Now let me say this: I'm a fan. Of, I think he has a lot of potential. He made the Pro Bowl this year, but let's slow down. Number nine, Mark. This should make you feel good. Your newest bill, Stephon Diggs. I think he should be higher on the list. Number nine. Uh... Number eight, the hundred million dollar man, Amari Cooper. <laughs> He's definitely better than Amari Cooper. A guy we discussed last week. Number seven, Adriel Jeremiah Green. Mm-hmm. He's number seven. Number seven. Well, he was hurt last year, so I, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I get. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Number six, Odell Beckham Jr. Um, based off of last year, I can understand why they say that. But. Is this based just off last year? Yeah, uh, it, it can't be, be based off last year. Of AJ Green, number seven. <laughs> like it can't be. Yeah. Ba- this is his. Yeah. Be- this is his top ten. Number four. Now this is where we finna get. We finna get a little bit heated. 
And I like this dude, but he has nice. And I know he's going to be playing with a goat. But he has Mike Evans number four. Whoa. Over Odell Beckham. And whoa, whoa did I say who number five was? Who's number five? DeAndre Hopkins. What? Number five? Number five. So, wait a minute. That's wait, right. Wait, wait, so wait, wait. Let's, let's rewind. Let's rewind. Let's rewind. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. Let's rewind, ladies and gentlemen. I said at number six, I had the list Chris Sims, NBC Sports. At C Sims QB, if you want to get at him on Twitter, had Odell Beckham at number six. He had DeAndre Hopkins, the best receiver in the league. He had at number five, the dude who has a zero catch rate, a zero drop radius. Mm. At number five, at number four, he has Mike Evans. He ended up the best cornerback in football in the playoffs last year too. He sure did. The best cornerback playing for Buffalo. Just let y'all know. That. Facts. Number three, Michael Thomas. What? Michael Thomas is good though. He's Michael. not better than DeAndre Hopkins. I'm he's, not not saying, no, than, no. he's not better than Mike Evans either. Number two, Julio Jones. Uh, I, I, Michael Thomas not better than Mike Evans. Let let uh, Mike Evans have Drew Brees instead of Jameis Winston. We see we'll see this year we with, see with this Brady. Year, we got yeah. Tom Brady. And then number one, the reason why we even having this discussion: Tyreek Hill, Julio Tyre- Jones, Tyreek Hill. Like Julio Jones went in there? He's number, number two. two. Number two. Oh. But number one receiver, according to Chris Sims. All right, so look. It's Tyreek Hill. Why, did they won a Super Bowl? Tyreek Hill is not even a top five. I'm sorry. He, he's he's outside the top five for me. He, I'm not just saying that because he plays for Kansas City. Let me see this real quick. Let me see this. Yes. So. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's his DeAndre top. Hopkins is most definitely number one. <laughs> like, I don't under... I got how I got DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Jones, Michael Thomas. Not in order, just right. Who's better than Tyreek Hill? Go ahead. Yeah, that's that's three. three. I got a hold on. DeAndre Hopkins, Julio Two. Jones, Michael Thomas, okay. Mike Evans. Four. AJ Green. AJ Green. Five. Stephon Diggs. Six. Odell. Seven. He's a little bit better than Amari Cooper, only because he doesn't drop as many passes. So he, so we got we got Tyreek Hill at seven. I I can't. Uh, Got, I think he's Stephon number. I think Amari he's Cooper, yeah. AJ Green. He's like number seven. Like on the like. So I, I can give I can give him around seven between yeah, seven, seven and ten. Yeah, seven between seven and ten. I'm not mad. I'm not. I'm not going to say he's better. Recording better. Stop. But, but come on, dude. Yeah. Tyreek Hill's not the best receiver in football. No. Man, these dudes in these lists, man. He's Chris, man. Man, if your name is Chris, man, you're going to be on Nick Freeze's shit but stuff it, list, man. Forgive me. It's a family show. It's a family show. Sorry, but. If you're a Chris, you're gonna be on the you're gonna be on the list because you seem to can't I can't get this right. We got Bleach Report making Chris Middleton a ten one of the ten best players in the NBA. Ten number ten, and now we got Chris Sims saying that Tyreek Hill is the best receiver in football. Let's switch. Let's go to another sport, man. Crack must be on sale this week. <laughs> man, NBC must man. I got it for my color. Then maybe C checks, man. Must be then maybe C checks must be real good on Sunday Night Football. Yeah. Man, that's, that's ridiculous. I know he's trying to get Chris. He's probably trying to get Chris Collinsworth's job, but obviously Drew Brees said, "Hold on, player, I'm coming." I'm, when what? I, Drew Brees said he's trying to get. <laughs> 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 
Sharif said, when, when I retire, that's my job, player. You're going to stay on, stay on pro football talk. Let's move mm. over to the NBA. We're, matter of fact, tomorrow. Scrimmage games start tomorrow. You got some rules. Man, I don't know if you guys saw today, they had the unveiling of the official courts in, in Orlando. You saw Black Lives Matter on the floor, on the hardwood. You got a whole new game everywhere. It's, it's a good scene. They have it. The setup is nice. The benches are, are not really big. The benches. So. Where, the, where the reserves and the coaches are going to play. We're not, not, no, we're not, we don't do great women on the show. We don't. I, I, was, I didn't know what was going on. But they haven't separated six social distancing. But they're going to be in, but they're going to be in folding chairs. They're, they're going to be basically in like, like a normal, like they was playing in the arena. But they have the chairs six feet apart, and they're going to be like in three rows. So, Hey, Luka Doncic is better than Chris Middleton. Yes. We're not going there. We're not doing, we're not, we're not going to, we're not going all right, we're going. We're not. We're not, we're not no, gonna get free. Yeah. We gonna keep free. We wanna keep. Sorry, boss. We gonna. <laughs> Chris Middleton, you see what you done did to our show, man. Chris Middleton made amazing. He's a very not he's popular good, topic on this show. He's a really good player. He's a good player. Yeah, yeah don't get me wrong. He's a, he's a great player. Yeah, yeah. I, I but, just know. Yeah. 20, I just know twenty players better than him. I'm sorry, Possibly thirty. So. I want to talk on, on NBA, obviously on the social front. We got to give the players a lot of props. They've been using their platform. They have not let the message derail on what's going on in our country with social justice and murdering of our brothers and sisters to, to cops and police officers. And I want to give a lot of, especially want to shout out to Tobias Harris, Jeremy Grant. Today, I don't give a lot of Celtics props, but Marcus Smart. Every press conference, those three brothers made sure that the name Brianna Taylor was said in their press conference more than once. Yeah, most definitely. Jeremy Grant, obviously nephew of Horace. We're gonna talk last dance as well. Nope, not Horace. We don't, we don't, we don't leave Horace alone. We're not gonna leave Horace alone. <laughs> what? <laughs> we, Jeremy Grant, his obviously Harvey Grant, he's his dad, so he's Horace's nephew. He's Horace Grant's nephew. He made sure that he took a minute out of his press conference to continue to address that the officers in the Breonna Taylor case have not been arrested. I want to go to to my man Tobias Harris, you, your former Clipper, Nick Freeze. Yep. Salute to that man. Fit to his whole press conference says, I'm just letting y'all know, I'm just going to speak on Breonna Taylor, and I'm done. And that's exactly what he did. Marcus Smart, today, before we start, every question y'all ask me is going to say justice for Breonna Taylor. Mm. So these brothers have not laid, have not stopped delivering the message. And this will, and this is exactly what many of the players were saying. You you still can use your platform. And, and, they're, and all eyes are on, the, on Orlando right now. Because when the NBA restarts tomorrow, when they have their games, the scrimmage games, they won't have the messages on their jerseys yet. That'll start when the when the you know the seeding games start next week. But there's an interesting wrinkle to this whole you know jersey players put past jerseys and messages. LeBron, Anthony Davis, Joel Embiid, they passed on on putting a social justice message on the back of their jersey. LeBron point was you know. 
he wanted some say in what he wanted to put on the back of his jersey. He actually went to the NBA and to, uh, and to the union, which is kind of crazy because he's on the executive board, So, and Chris Paul is his best friend. So I don't understand the face of your league has a plan. I would think he's not going to say nothing that's disrespectful. So this is where Adam Silver really needs to think about. You can't, you can't, you can't straddle a fence on this issue. You can't dip your toe in the water. You jumping in, or you staying on? Are you staying on 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 the? Are you staying on 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 the, the dry land? Mm-hmm. Facts. And as simple as that. And LeBron said, "You know, what? I'm just gonna keep my name." Anthony Davis said the same thing. Joel Embiid said the same thing. Jimmy Butler. This is a topic we gonna we want to discuss right now. He said he wants to go with no name on his jersey, no message, because he said if I walk out of my house, nobody would know. I'm my jersey's not on my back, so no one would know my name. Mm-hmm. We would know because he's Jimmy Butler. But he's saying like, okay, if I wasn't Jimmy Butler, the NBA player making a hundred million. I'm just a normal person, just like these people who are getting killed in the street right now. Mm-hmm. And now 30 players have, have a petition to have no nothing on the back of their jersey, just their numbers. I can respect that. I can respect the, you putting the message on your jersey. I can respect what LeBron and Anthony Davis and Joel Embiid is doing. Agreed. And I definitely can respect uh, uh, Jimmy Butler. <clears throat> I think the NBA should allow players to come up with their own, and then they just approved it. I said it like a couple weeks ago. Exactly. You, yeah. You're really kind of you're kneecapping their first your, their first amendment. Yeah. And if you don't, if you don't, <laughs> if you don't, you know, give these guys the choice. And let, like I said, let it be the choice of what they want to what they want to have on their jersey if they choose to have that, if they choose to make that decision. But don't give them something that's pre-approved because it looks like, Generic. A, ge- a, gener- a gesture, and we're tired of gestures. Gestures are good, but we need more. Need more substance. Anthony Davis said he's going to have a, a special message on his shoes when the when the season starts. So he's not going to use his jersey, but he'll have. But you're going to see it every the next few weeks on his shoes. So let's talk about that because because we're going to talk about ESPN, love the worldwide leader in sports. We talked about them for the last couple of weeks how they've. They've totally just abandoned their whole stick to sports message that they had with the whole Jamel Hill, President Trump calling him a racist, and obviously Jamel Hill was in, was was trending the other day because she said if you vote for Trump, you're a racist. There's no wiggle room, and obviously you have people like Clay Travis and I'll kick the coverage trying to get ESPN to badmouth Jamel Hill, and they're not. It wasn't going to happen. Obviously, Jamel Hill now has you know. The, has you know reinstated her relationship with the with the with the four letter because she's going to be the producer on this Kaepernick documentary. So um, I bring this up because there's one person who's been missing from this whole NBA coverage, and that's the great Adrian Wojnarowski, senior insider extraordinaire, Woj, the Woj bomb, best newsbreaker in the business. Facts. He, he has. He probably know in the if you watch the draft you you stay off Twitter because he already know the first four picks. If you don't want your team, to, you want to know who your team is picking before the commissioner announced. Don't follow Woj. Take all, turn the notifications off. Right. And he even went when they said, okay, we don't want picks tipped. We don't want you know leaking. You know, you know. That's what they said. Forgive me. They don't want you to leak the who's getting drafted. 
He said, well, I'm going to find another way around. I'm going to find another way around that, so I'm going to still do my job. And that's what he did. A couple weeks ago, Adrian Wojnarowski found himself in some controversy. Um, Josh Elliott, governor in Missouri, sent them an email criticizing ESPN on their coverage of how they, on the China situation. Woj blatantly saw the e- got an email, and he emailed the governor back and said, F you. ESPN Trill nigga And and none of us Had any problem with it Cause Woj is basically saying I'm You basically telling me I'm not doing You can't come on, I don't come on your job And telling you how to About policies <laughs> I didn't know what that sounds like <laughs> I don't come <laughs> Basically I don't, I don't I don't be knocking down the, the governor's mansion And trying to say Oh You're not Passing the right bill But you wanna but you wanted to come on. You want to come on the sports network and tell me, oh, not how, on what, what to report and what not to report. Mm-hmm. So now, Woj was suspended two weeks, and ESPN talk, they had a talk, and you know he apologized. Woj apologized, and I hated that this happened because now this is where ESPN, who which I love, half of my DVR is ESPN. They have to be careful on how they want to be presented if they want to. Be socially conscious. You have the undefeated, which is an excellent site. But you can't kneecap, but you can't, you know, if a player, if a, a, a employee has a, you know, a, a very, you know, opinion you don't agree with, you can't suspend them for two weeks. You, 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 you're stopping the freedom of speech, and this is the same thing that happened with the Jamel Hill situation. Now, I saw a story today, and I want to get your guys' thoughts on this because this Be, is very before before you go on <clears throat> go forward on that. I, I want to start this off by saying I do agree with you. Right. They shouldn't have did that, right? But I'm gonna play a devil's advocate right now go ahead. from the business point of view, right? Uh, if you represent me and you saying something that can lose money for me, why shouldn't I be able to suspend you? Good point. You you're right. And it's just, it's. I mean, I get it. Maybe I'm just saying because you know, I, I I didn't think Woj deserved to be suspended. I don't think so neither. That's why I say I, I want everybody to know I agree with that. But I mean, but I do understand. It, you're, it, but you're making also, the right point because it, it, ESPN it also, is still it's all, a, it's a all company. About business. Yeah, it's all about the business. And that's what I'm saying. Like going back to to everything that's going on, the social injustice. I think some of the people are just here just because they want to be on the right side of right at the right time. Preach. Uh, a lot of people are not really really willing to to take that step to really do what is right. No, they period. Not. So that's why I, I mean I, I get it. Like I said, like you said earlier, it's um a good gesture. I get it. It's a gesture, but at the end of the day, man, if, if you're not really willing to lose no money and that's what you, you you your 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 bottom line is, then I don't know how serious you are when it comes to certain things. Bruce, I feel as if that. Like what Mark said before, you have a, you have a system set up so the players, like you know, they put a request in, right? You know, let's say I want to have uh, Brianna Taylor on my uh, jersey. Shout out to the WNBA, most definitely. Mm-hmm. So you go through the processing. You know, NBA approves it. They don't. I mean, you can't do nothing from there. So it's just you know, it's 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 more so for the players. At least give them, like you said, give them the choice. You know, as far as all right, you can choose this or not because, like you said earlier, it's just like it's just like choosing from a video game. Mm-hmm. But as far as like, 
oh, I want this to look like this. I can't even customize it. I just want to, you know, somebody else basically make yourself basically making yourself a ninety nine. But it, yeah, uh, and I, and I'm gonna do this again from the business point of view. I think if the NBA does that, and let's say a player does want to put uh, specifically somebody's name on there, mm-hmm. and the NBA might think better of it, or it might be like, you know what, uh, we might lose a lot of sponsorship from this if we go, you know, deny it. Then that player's going to come out and say, like you said, I want to put Breonna Taylor's name on there and the NBA denied it. Now it's going to make the NBA look bad. So I think that's probably another reason why the NBA said go with these these, these certain, you know, these certain yeah. things. From that aspect, yeah. Most but definitely. again, you got you got to be willing to put your, your neck on the line if you go do it. John said you can't dip your toes in there. If you go jump in, jump in. Pretty so, much. And that brings me to this whole topic. That was the reason behind Woj's suspension. Whole topic. Cut the B, producer bear. Oh, shit. Clay Travis, Jason Whitlock, all you right wings, cool. Ted Cruz, stop using China just because it's convenient. Oh, shit. I don't hear y'all calling out Daryl Morey the way y'all called out LeBron. Y'all called out Steve Kerr. Y'all called out Greg Popovich. I didn't hear one people, person call out Daryl Morey the same way these dudes got criticized because they had to speak on a topic that they didn't even want to be involved in. And Daryl Morey, you were wrong. You let them hang out to dry. You knew you were wrong. You knew what's going on in China. You ain't new to this. Y'all drafted the first Chinese player. Come on, man. Facts. Y'all drafted Yao Ming. And by the way, does anyone know what Yao Ming's current job is since he's retired? No, I do not, actually. He's the president of the Chinese Basketball Association. Wow. And you go out there on Twitter saying free Hong Kong. Clown. While the Nikers and the Nets are on the plane on their way to China. You <laughs> well, Come on, man. While the, and you have the Rockets are in Japan. Yeah. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. But no one gets on Daryl Morey. Barkley was the only person who... Said no, Daryl Morey was wrong. You cannot be costing the league money like that. Let's just be real. Yeah, <clears throat> uh, I, I I agree with that. Like you, you Daryl Morey shouldn't have left these NBA players. Uh, LeBron didn't want to talk about that. You can you can see it when when they interviewed LeBron, he didn't want to talk about that at and all. And he and, and let's and let's just say we didn't agree with how LeBron handled it. But I don't. That's not. But but let's not focus on him on what he said. The catalyst was Daryl Morey's tweet. Go ahead, Mark. No, nah, I, I, I'm I'm with you 100. percent Like they everybody, it started with Daryl Morey, and if you go start that that world way, you have to be able to stand in front of that and and take all that heat that come from it. I mean, I know LeBron ain't on your team, but LeBron still is in business with you, right? Yeah, that, and he and true. he makes the most money for you. So you 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 have to be able to step in front of that and say, Nah, I'm the one who said it. Y'all come talk to me. He's not gonna do that. He's a coward. And that's, you notice he's been pretty yeah. he's been pretty mute this year. Yeah, that, that's Tillman for coward. Tillman for Tito said, "Nah, buddy, nah, buddy." You, 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 and it's not like he didn't know. The Rockets are the most popular team in China. Yeah, most definitely because, because of Yao Ming. Ming. 
Easily. Yao Ming was what, the number one vote getter in the All-Star game for like three to four years? Three to four years? Shaq had to be a reserve because of Yao Ming. Sure did. Mm. Come on, man. You 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 knew what you were doing. You knew it. Don't act. And now, all of a sudden, now you, you're mute. Nah. You Mr. Analytic. You Mr. Analytics. Mr. Numbers guy. No. You left... You left your brothers hanging. You can't do that, man. The NBA is a fraternity. Coaches, players, executives, they should not have to deal with that once when they got off the plane. Basically, we're on lockdown in their own hotel. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Banners, they're supposed to be down there expand you know, you know, broadening, you know, the game, you know. Expanding the expanding game. Expanding the game, yeah, you know. Yeah. And, you know, ha- having, you know, Clinics with kids on shooting drills and, you know, doing their tours with Nike and Kuz. They just signed the Puma deal. And obviously Brooklyn, you got Kyrie and KD with new, with with Brooklyn. But, you know, what Daryl Morey did was wrong. So I want to say this to everybody who always want to bring up China. And I brought up Ted Cruz because what happened with him and Mark Cuban yesterday on Twitter. Because Mark Cuban said y'all national anthem police who are criticizing anybody who takes a knee during the anthem. Y'all need to chill. But then Terry Cruz wants to say, well, say something about China. And Mark Cuban said, I'm not speaking on something that I don't know about. Which is the correct thing to say. Exactly. But y'all want to call this dude a coward. But Mark Cuban's been the one owner who's been speaking out. He's been the only owner that was out of March. Let's be real. Mark, Mark Cuban has had, he's not, look, he's not the most popular, but he knows his stuff. He's a smart man. Uh, we spoke on him earlier with the topic with Washington. It was not one of his finest hours as an owner. And he's cleaned that up. Obviously, the Mavericks are a good team, and, and they've got a black woman running the organization mm. who was the CEO at AT&T. Her name is Cynthia Marshall. Look her up. And the words, again, that will stick, that will stick in my brain from that interview, your team, my organization. And you right wing, politically pandering the China when it's convenient. I'll be a hypocrite to say something about China. I got on Jordans and Nike right now. I'm good. What? What I'm gonna say? That's true. I'll, I'll be a hypocrite. I'll be a hypocrite to say. Oh, free? No. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Come on, man. Be be real. We gonna move on to the topic. You can get me started on them, but stop using China when it's convenient. But speaking of the Rockets. They're in the bubble. Russell Westbrook's on his way. Thank God that he's, you know, negative test from the coronavirus. So that's good for him. Did James Harden test actually come out uh, to the public yet? Let me tell you something. No, there's, there's, there's like about four or five people in the league. If they have it, you'll never find out. He James said he Harden was is one of those people. He said he was a, it was an emergency family, family issue. But like I said, I no, saw James a girl. James Harden. This chick's on Twitter. The chick's on Twitter. Said that they was at James Harden's house in Arizona. Oh, James Harden had it. and her homegirl tested positive. So James Harden had it. What, is she, what else did she test? Anyway, well, next, but we gonna talk. That's all some It's BJ Tucker, man. Y'all saw this? You just see this dude's Instagram? Actually, very actually. Breaking news! Hit 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 that sounder. We got breaking news here on Sports For You, and we know we're going to go down to the newsroom to our reporter, Nick Freeze. What you got, brother? Patrick Beverly, 
exits bubble to tend to emergency personal matter and tends to rejoin team in the future. So we've had Zion, Montrez Harrell, now Patrick Beverly. Patrick Beverly said, fuck this. That's exactly what he said. <laughs> you would think this and dude played it. He's one of those dudes that'll do that too. And he's <laughs> one of them dudes who played in like Ukraine and stuff. So he knows how these living arra- these mediocre living arrangements can how uncomfortable they could be for a brother. But we want to pray that everything is right with Pat Bev and the family, Montrez Harold. Obviously, news came today. The, the Morris twins, Mark Marcus Morris is back. Markeith is on the way. But I'm going to talk about PJ Tucker. What you want to play for the Lakers, Markeith? Oh, all right. He's a sorry one. See, why are we doing that, man? You want to play for the Clippers? No, Marcus. Marcus, better one. Yeah, that's. I'm like, sorry. I'm. I'm just keeping it real. He's not sorry though. He's Who? Markeith. He's not he's, sorry. He's not that good. He's not better than Marcus. He's not there we go. He's, that's not, not, better he's not better than Marcus. No way. He's not better than Marcus. But he's not sorry, though. Just, I, I think he'd be a solid uh, role player on the championship. But that's, but on P.J. Tucker, y'all saw this dude's Instagram? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've seen that shit. The sneaker King. 60 sneakers in the bubble. And he's ordering more. I think he's gone up to 90. He's ordering trying to have at least 90 shoes with him while he's in Orlando for the next few months. First and foremost, he's not even going to play 90 games. He's well, first sw- of all, they're not even going to be there 90 days. They're going to be out in the second round anyway. He, pretty much. You know, he'd he be switching his shoes and shit. So. Oh, yeah, he does change. Um, depending on his game, he'll change yeah. shoes by yeah, per quarter. Switching. By the way, that's why they had to switch the rule. They were saying at first the teams couldn't come to the not come to the arrived arena with their fashion, with their fashion on. And they was going to come like it's an AAU game. Yeah, when they switched that up because obviously that's the PJ Tucker Russell Westbrook rule. So you're not pretty much. So, so Houston, you did get one thing right. You you get one thing right, but that's all you gonna that's all you gonna give him here. Train a clink Pella. man. Well, <clears throat> I want to get into it's time to, as we do the last week of our last dance recap episodes nine and ten. Mm. Episode nine of the last dance today, folks. 90-10 focused on the Indiana Pacers, the Jazz, obviously the Pacers. I think that Pacers was a really underrated team. I swear I was just about to say that. They were Reggie a Miller, underrated team. Mark Jackson, Jalen Rose, the Davis boys, Rick Smith. That was a really underrated Travis team. Travis Best. And get, eventually getting Jermaine O'Neal eventually. I think Jordan that said. That pretty good. I, I, I think Jordan said uh, that Indiana team was probably the best. The best team he played against. That's what he said. In the, even in the finals. He said that was I his agree. toughest that yeah. was his toughest challenge. That was his toughest challenge outside of the Pistons. Was the was, was the Pacers. Was the Pacers, team. yep. because well, of Reggie Miller. Reggie Miller wasn't no joke. I don't think it was because of Reggie Miller. Reggie I, Miller I, I, I think it was because they was physical and they also had talent. Yeah, oh yeah, most definitely. I don't think it was. Oh, Chris Mullen was on the squad too as well. Um He ain't never be Jordan either. Obviously. Ouch. Anyway, go ahead. <clears throat> and obviously, they those last two championships were against the Utah. They they defeat the Utah Jazz. Um, and Brian Russell it was a it wasn't a push. It was a very he was a, he was like this. He was he could have got best supporting actor for episodes nine and ten of the of the Last Dance. John Stockton tells a story when Michael Jordan came back out of retirement. That Byron, Ryan Russell said, you left because you knew I can guard you. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why did you leave? You know I can guard you. And boy, boy, boy. Well, we all saw that in it, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. 
And uh, um, Brian Russell. Yeah, Brian Russell. That wasn't a push, man. It wasn't. A, uh, let's just know. We just know. We all know how it ended for Brian Russell. I'm about to say it, it doesn't matter at this point, but that was a push. Go ahead. It, and, was, it was not a push. And George, Jordan just helped him get to where he was going anyway. Uh huh. This, this is not a push. That, I'm not pushing him. Right now, if I do this, then I'm pushing him. It's exactly what Jordan did. It wasn't a push. Jordan also let us know on the little secret. He knows he is really petty. And they asked, "What was the motivation behind winning the '97 championship?" To win the championship, I would thought. Well, that too. But Carmelo was an MVP that year. Mm. And Jordan didn't forget. I, I get it. That makes sense. And that first game, I talked about Brian Russell. Brian Russell was guarding Jordan. Game one ninety seven. In game six, is it is it, is it right that Brian Russell said that he can guard Jordan, and he guarded him on the two times for the game winners. <laughs> Did you say he erected him? No, no. Stop it! Stop it! Being ready. This message is brought to you by Pepsi. Special drink at Townhouse Media. Get a gentlemen. drink or think before you drink. <laughs> Pepsi. Ouch, 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 ouch. Ladies and gentlemen, we're a family show. Just remember that. Sports for you podcast all day. But on Brian Russell, is it reluctant that he was the one who guarded Jordan when he hit the shot in game one in the 97 finals? Mm-hmm. And then the walk off in '98. After he said that, I'm like, "Come on, be Russ, man. I know Long Beach State and all, but but that's not the game everyone talks about. It's a game five of the '97 Finals series is tied two two. And Michael Jordan, they, they're in Utah, up ten thirty. Jordan's hungry, and every place in Utah closes at ten. Basically, they have a that's just their state policy in Utah, I guess. But there was this one pizza place open. And the story goes like this. is Jordan, his personal assistant, George, his best friend, Tim Grover, tr- trainer extraordinaire. Let's take shots. Where they got the pizza, and, and they it, said it was four people. They said it was four people at the door. Somehow they knew this pizza was, was for Michael Jordan. Jordan ate the entire pizza by himself. If you didn't have him the story, by the way, the Last Dance is on Netflix. So if you, if you can't, if you don't have cable or ESPN, you can go on Netflix. Last Dance is officially on Netflix and it's officially on Netflix. Jordan ate the pizza, the entire pizza. Didn't share it with nobody. Woke up about 2.30 in the morning and was started throwing up. And that led to what was known as the flu game. The flu game sounded a lot better than a hangover game. But Jordan calls it the food poison game. Yeah. It was he had some bad pizza. He said he never had it. He it wasn't the flu. Or he he just ate some really bad pizza. Mm. What he had anchovies? I don't actually the guy was on the they had they <laughs> interviewed the guy who actually was the pizza delivery guy at the pizza where he got the pizza from. Mm-hmm. He said and there wasn't four people there, it was just him, but We'll see. We'll, that's the legend of the story. When they said four people, I think they meant four people taking shots. Could be. Could be. 
Well, it's Jordan. He had a, 30- lot, of, a lot of lies in that 10-part series. Yeah. We're not going to go there. We found out one already when, with the whole Dream Team. He did keep Isaiah Thomas off the Dream Team. And I don't know if y'all heard it, but remember at the end of the, the, the documentary when Jordan was like, uh, Jeb Bushler and Steve Kerr would have resigned if we for our one-year deals if we would have came back? Yeah. Steve Kerr was on ESPN uh, maybe last week or the week before, and he was like, I don't know why Jordan said that. He said, I won three championships, and that was the biggest contract I ever got in it my life. It was Joe Bushner. No, Steve Kerr said it, too. I know. Yeah, I heard Joe Bushner. Joe Bushner was on 17 last week with Scott Kaplan. He kind of said the same thing. Yeah, that's what no, – I, I was watching Steve Kerr when he said it. Cause, okay. Because it looked like he was, like, laying down, like, on the on the patio somewhere, and he was just like, yo, I wouldn't re- I wouldn't resign. He was like uh, – because he signed with San Antonio, right? Yeah. Yep. He said, San Antonio, that was the biggest contract I got in my life. He was like, I wouldn't resign with Chicago. I got, I got my championships already. Pretty much. Because I don't know why Jordan's speaking for everybody else. So that led to um, obviously the food, the food poison. What was known as the flu game. Shout out to the twelves. But that the blooms. <laughs> no, it was a black and red ones. So Jordan had thirty eight points in forty four minutes. There's a, the story. You had also, a good game for a hangover. <laughs> so all the myths we had: the hangover, we had the flu, we had food poison. Y'all. Y'all, y'all be y'all judge. I Go. think he, I think he was hungover. I yeah. think he had too much Tangeray and Hennessy. Probably was at the casino. Most definitely. I don't know what kind of casinos they have in Salt Lake City, but they they probably have one open for him. There's actually a lot of casinos in Salt Lake City. Probably surprisingly. More. All right. But this Nothing. this episode was not also about <laughs> Steve Kerr. Stop. <laughs> Steve Kerr. <laughs> what? Oh, nothing. Go ahead, Steve Kerr. What? Boy, Mark, man, Steve Kerr, and I'd be wondering why was Steve Kerr featured on these ep- on the cover. But we see now they went. They actually, you know, they told his his the backstory with Steve Kerr. Grew up here in L.A. Palisades, went to Arizona. His dad was a professor at UCLA, and then he went over to become a professor in Beirut. And obviously, people wonder why Steve Kerr, obviously very socially conscious. Well, his father was assassinated, mm-hmm. shot in the head by two men who were imposter, who were posing as students. Mm-hmm. Took him in his office and shot him in the head. Wow. So, and they asked Steve, did he ever, did him and Jordan ever have that conversation? You know, both of their fathers were murdered. And Steve said, no, because, you know, it was too difficult of a conversation. He knew Mike, and he knew that was too difficult of a conversation for him. And even Steve said it was still a too much of a too difficult of a conversation for him. He was in college at the time when it happened. His dad's in a whole other country. Mm-hmm. But speaking of dads, there's this talk about a guy who's featured on his name was Gus Lett. Gus Lett was one of Jordan's top security guys, and he was Jordan's basically father figure that wasn't Mr. Jordan from the time he broke his foot in 86 to the time he, I mean, he passed, I think in 99 or 2000, he had lost a battle with lung cancer, but he was like a surrogate father for MJ. Jordan would go see him when he was in the hospital, would come to his house. He was with him. He was, he was there for him all the way into his last days, but it wouldn't be the last dance if we didn't talk, if Dennis Rodman didn't have a story, didn't have a story to tell. Boy, man, Dennis Rodman. Mm-hmm. 
They're making the detour, obviously, from Chicago to Utah for game four. Bundling home and car insurance with GEICO is so easy, your neighbors are probably already doing it. But who? They may drop little hints like... Beautiful day out. Even more beautiful since we saved by bundling our home and car insurance with GEICO. Or... Yard work is hard. Much harder than bundling with GEICO, which was easy. Or it may be even subtler, like... Speaking of burgers, we bundled our home and car insurance with GEICO and saved a bunch of money. Bundling is easy with GEICO. Just ask your neighbors. And now it's GEICO's Motorcycle Rules of the Road. Before you ride, make sure your mirrors are clean and adjusted properly. And if you're going on a group ride, make sure the lead biker knows where they're going. Uh, Ed, quick question. Where are you taking us? Oh, I have no idea. Well, am I the leader? <laughs> because I was uh, following that dude with the red helmet. Where, Where is he? And the rule to saving on motorcycle insurance is, in 15 minutes, GEICO could save you 15% or more. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. Oh, boy. Mr. Rodman had some other plans. Dennis Rodman, instead of traveling with the Bulls to Detroit, showed up to his old stomping grounds of Auburn Hills. Uh-oh. Not to see the piss, not to go hang out with Isaiah Thomas, not to go, you know, see what's going on with Joe Dumars or any of the rest of the bad boys. He was being the bad boy by hanging out with Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan be saying nigger. Dennis Rodman... Showed up on WCW Monday Nitro the next night after game three of the NBA Finals. Instead of in practice with the Bulls before they head to Utah to get ready to face. Practice? You were talking about practice, yes. You were talking about practice? Yeah, not the game. We're talking about practice. Shout out to AI. Shout out to Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Multitasking. Dennis Rodman was on Monday Nitro with Hulk Hogan. Hitting Diamond Dallas Page in the back with a chair. And then after that, had some Cubans in the back with Hulk and showed up back in practice the next day. And the media is all waiting for Dennis to, the, the, to walk out to the, to the United Center floor because they want to know, where, what were you doing, thinking going on Monday Nitro? Dennis Rod, and this is at the end of practice. So Dennis Robinson sees the media camped out by the, by the door waiting for him. Somehow Dennis Rodman sees it and he goes he runs through the back of the United Center up the stairs and the media is chasing him and as soon as he hit the, the media hit the door he's already on the team bus headed to the airport. Mhm. Smart man. Which leads to how the series ended in game 6. Another Scottie Pippen story. Scottie Pippen went up for a dunk and his back just gave out. He sat out basically the entire first half. He told MJ, I can't go. I'm done. But somehow the trainers were able to manage the pain for whatever was going on with his back. 
And he finished the game. He was the ultimate decoy, which led to the shot with Jordan on Russell. Six championships, two three-peats. It gets to the what if. Sponsored by my boy Nick Freeze. Mm-hmm. What if they did come back that 90, for that 98-99? The 99 season, which was the knockout, 50 games. You have, obviously, Jordan's coming back. What happens? Does Scottie Pippen get the contract with Chicago? <coughs> does he not do... Does Scottie Pippen get this contract with Chicago, or does he still get traded to Houston? Does Phil come back? Does Steve Kerr and Joe Bushner stay? If What if, happens with Dennis Rodman? I think if... If Jordan coming back, uh, Phil is coming back. So if we're doing this what if and we send Jordan coming back, you got a picture that, that that Phil is there. I'm going off what Steve Kerr said and what you said Joe Bushler said. I don't think they'd be there. So they will most definitely lose to the Spurs. I wouldn't say most definitely. Who on the Bulls was going to be able to deal with Tim Duncan and my man David, David Robinson? Robinson. Who was was Den, are we saying Dennis Rodman's? I think De, I think Dennis Rodman would have been back. Does Pippen come back? I think Pippen would have been back. So you had your big you had your big three. You still had Ron Harper, even though he was really near at the um, pretty much at the end, uh, pretty much near the end because he probably played two more years after that. You had Ron Harper. You had Phil. You still had Bill Wennington. You so still you had Luke Longley. So you had um, a, a lockout year because it started late that year. That means you gave uh, Pippen time to heal. His back to heal. Uh, Jordan, time to rest. Yeah, no, nah, I'm, I'm, I'm still putting my money on Jordan. So we could have saw the first four peat in NBA history, possibly. In Jerry Krause, I'm saying yeah. Nick saying no, I'm saying yeah. Does what happens with Jerry Krause? Is he still there? Yeah, most definitely. I think, I think Jerry Krause don't get credit he deserved for being a good GM. Most he's, definitely, he's a Hall of Famer. <clears throat> and he, he unfortunately he went in the Hall of Fame posthumously. Unfortunately, I don't like that. I, I, I hate. I mean, that's a whole conversation about voting process with the Hall of Fame. That that would take a whole show. To be honest. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, because Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame. We'll talk about that future show. Yeah, we're definitely going to talk about that. And I most definitely agree. But that's how the last dance ended. I think it was one of the best thirty for thirties. And next week, in honor of this. We're gonna have give you. I'm giving you a spoiler. Give you a special preview. The top, your top five thirty for thirties. We could do ten, but we'll do. The, we'll narrow down to five next week. Next week, I got you. Your five, your top five thirty for thirties. And the last dance is a thirty for thirty. By the way, I know you know which one is very very good though. Was that? that one on the U? That was a very very good thirty for thirty. Which brings me to another question. You saying the best or my favorite? Well, let's say. What do you, what do you, think, what well, do you think is the best? Well, what is this? What do you five? Because you obviously you, you said it's your favorite. Well, obviously you had what the the, buff, the one about the bills. Of course, obviously. So basically, we're gonna pick your five favorite thirty for thirties. <clears throat> I don't think that was the best. That's that's going to my top five favorite though. Fuck Scott Norwood. Okay. Which right. which segues to this? Can next I get question. a what if in? Yes. What yeah. if Scott Norwood would have made that field goal? Uh, I think you guys, you guys have a super. I have I, probably I you guys went two. two Super Bowls. Mm. Yeah, mm. because I think that that broke your momentum for the second one. And well, we if, at, I mean, if y'all wouldn't have played the Cowboys at all, y'all probably would have won most definitely more. We look at Sorry Jim, about that. We look at Jim. 
Jim Kelly We're not, probably wait. Jim Kelly's probably looked at as a probably top five to six quarterback. He's probably not that now, maybe. If he if he wins two, he's most definitely in the conversation. He's definitely top ten. He's top ten. I don't know if he's top five. He's top ten. If if he wins if he wins the uh the ship, it most definitely yeah. Because he never, that, that raises your prestige a lot. I for me it don't because I got Dan Marino three. That's because Dan Marino's one of the best damn passes like ever. Preach. I got Dan Marino three on my list. So here's a question when we talk about the last dance. I want to segue back to this current NBA. We talked about LeBron earlier. Who's the face of the NBA? LeBron's only probably have another good two to three years left if he wants, if he chooses. Uh-huh. <clears throat> but who's the next face of the NBA? Giannis. They are they already making him the face of the NBA. They, they are that's already it's already in the works. So you saying Giannis? Yeah, most definitely. Mark, who you think? Um. I would agree with Nick, but I think you might have to go with somebody who's more. Uh, um, uh, I'm gonna say like like media, you know, popularized media. I, I would say part like uh, Zion or, or John Morant, depending on how their careers go. In I the next agree. Couple of years. I think I think Zion can do it within like about five to six years. He'll be the face of the NBA. Just yeah. on the simple fact of you know, I think his if, presence alone. I think if he doesn't stay, if if he stays healthy, I think I think he can he can do it. That's not a coincidence. Why there are 13 teams in the West in the Orlando bubble. And one reason is because of Zion. Yeah, most definitely. This this basically was the Zion rule because... Yeah, they had to have him over there. If they get Zion in the play... If Zion and the Pelicans get into the playoffs... Oh, it's going to be ridiculous. And they don't play the Lakers. Yeah, we're really going to get swept anyway, but still. Oh, yeah. But if the Pelicans get that eighth spot, the you just imagine how the ratings... They're Zion, LeBron... Because we never got to get LeBron Kobe, rest in peace. This is the closest we'll probably get to current face in the league to the next face in the league. Producer Ben, who do you think would be the – I know you're probably biased towards your man Luca, but who do you think Mark on a, could possibly be the next face of the NBA Bang after LeBron? Say, Bang will say Dirk and Whiskey. <laughs> uh, Morant. You saying Morant? John Morant, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Dude's nice, man. By the way, yeah. shout out to John Morant. Was in the lab during during the pandemic. Said he put on, said he put on twenty pounds of muscle. So he's been in the lab. So shout out to job. That's that work ethic. He didn't shout he, out to his progression as a player from high school to you know like college to what he is now. It's crazy. It's, it's, it's crazy because we see a lot of players that peak in high school. We were just talking about uh, Shake Hyden a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. Um, that peak in high school, and when you see him in high school, you could be like yo. This dude should be this, this, this going dude be the next. He's but going then, to the NBA. But then you see somebody who's you know decent in high school, tenth, eleventh grade, then twelfth grade. They have a really good year. Then they put up some pretty good numbers in college. The next thing you know, I mean, you got somebody like like my man GA, like Gilbert. You know what yeah. I'm saying? When he was Seriously. at Grant, when he was at Grant, it wasn't a lot of recruits. It wasn't no sure recruits. Won't. Sure won't. Hey. His jersey is retired over there at Grant. I understand that. I know he That's I crazy. know he was nice at Grant. By the way, I saw something today on the jump from yesterday. I haven't watched today's episode of the jump. I was watching the one from yesterday. Uh-huh. We was talking about the Knicks earlier. How they're such a train wreck of a franchise. Oh my god. Did you know they retire summer league jerseys? What? You know they retire summer right, league you guys jerseys? Be, we wait, see wait, 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 wait. Can we get a music stop real fast? You mean to tell me 
that the New York Knicks, New York Knickerbockers. That sounds like Knickerbockers to me. The who's their owner? The Knackers. That's what, that's what John said earlier. Who's their, who's their owner again? James Dolan. Retired. The Knickerbockers. A summer league jersey? Yes. Whose summer league jersey did he retire? One Nathaniel Robinson. Nate Robinson. I saw this. It's in a wait, 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 wait. I, I, I'm dead. I'm dead time serious. Out, time out, time out. I'm you dead. mean to tell me wait, that no. Nate Robinson's summer league jersey is up there in the Knicks Raptors uh, Raptors right next no, to Walt it, Clyde it, Frazier? No, 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 no. It's in the. It's at. It's at the HP Pavilion where Vegas had the summer league. So is that the first retired? Summer league I, it jersey? had. It had to be because I didn't see no one else on the wall. They had Nate Robinson's jersey. Retired, and I'm like, this is a joke, right? Speaking of retired, not to go completely off topic, the Cowboys do not retire jerseys. I looked that up after we talked about it that one time. They so basically, so that's why yeah. C.D. Lamb is wearing them right yeah, they, there's They don't retire jerseys. And Them that's why Ezekiel is wearing 21. Cause yep. They, cause they, Every time they think they have another player that's like their their past good player, they, they give that player the number. I guess the Falcons bad. don't retire jerseys because they're letting Ty Gurley wear 21. What? No, disrespect to, no disrespect to your boy. I guess I guess the Falcons don't retire jerseys because they they're letting Todd Gurley wear twenty one. The Raiders don't retire jerseys either. But yeah, Deion said. I guess like I guess Deion Sanders just didn't play huh? Pretty much. Well, Deion said he he didn't have no problem with it. But I'm like, come on, dude. Right, prime. And by the way, shout out. That's because he likes uh, Todd Gurley. That's yeah, why. but by the way, shout out to Shadour Sanders. He's going to FAU. You know what I'm saying? Quarterback. Oh, yeah, that's dope. Shout out to Shadour. To Shadour, you know what I'm saying? Most definitely. That's quarterback. Real dope. 41, number 41 prospect on the ESPN top. He's going at where? He's going to FAU. He's going to Florida Atlantic. <clears throat> That's dope. So he's – my boy Fab was mad. He Florida State didn't give him a look. But but that, but that shout out to Shadour. But, so you saying – you say Giannis. You say Zion. You say John Morant. I think it is going to be Zion. I think they're just grooming. Yeah. Is Zion because simple for the fact he was on open – they they the NBA schedule this season was set around the Pelicans. Yeah, Zion a week before the season start has to have his knee scoped. Mm-hmm. So you had the the Pelicans on at the Raptors ring night. You have the Pelicans even look at this with the restart. The Pelicans are the first game of the doubleheader between before our squads face off next next Thursday next Thursday. Yep. Are are the players playing in mask? No, but I know, but I'll say this: they they're practicing. A lot of them are practicing during the shoot around. Mm. By the way, Dwight Howard, stop it! Oh my, yeah. We're not gonna get into that topic, but just Dwight Howard. You know, don't don't you, 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 you've built up some goodwill. You built up some goodwill right now. Whoa! Because a lot of Laker fans did not want you, did not want to see you back at Staples Center. There's a lot of Laker fans that still don't want to see him over there at Staples Center. Well, they don't, stupid if they don't. Yeah, most definitely. Don't don't don't. What do you do? He basically doesn't understand why. He should have a mask on when he's in the when he's in the in the water on the water in the bubble. They saying everyone's quarantined and this and that. He doesn't believe in vaccinations, which I can understand that. That's a that's a personal thing. That's a personal thing. You don't believe in vaccination. That's a personal thing. But the mask thing. I mean, I mean, I did because someone called him on the snitch line, and he was warned about not being seen in the mask because he was at poolside by himself, but they have a DJ playing. And you dudes like man, I'm not gonna be hanging out with a bunch of dudes by a pool listening to music. And Dwight was the only one there. I'm I'm not gonna get into that yeah. Uh, yeah. subject with Dwight Howard. 
Yeah, that's yeah, that can go. That can go. Not even go there either. But you know what I'm saying. But it's listen. Let's talk about, about the bubble. Yeah. A, a coach. There's some coaches who believe that having all these players in the same area could be develop the birth of the next super team. Giannis is going to be a free agent in two years. Giannis is going to the Lakers. Victor Oladipo. Um, he might be going. Victor Oladipo is going to be a free agent. To the Warriors. Bradley Bill is going to be a free agent, but he decided not to go to the bubble. Well, I don't know why Washington is there either. But if the Clippers don't sign Bradley Bill, we'll go ahead. But do you guys see teams using the bubble as a way to tamper so players can the form another super team? I wouldn't say teams. I definitely think players are doing it. If if the players aren't doing that, they're stupid. Pretty much, a hundred percent, they are. They'll they'll that'd be the dumbest thing you can do. If you don't think that there's a player coming to the Lakers next year to play with LeBron after this bubble shit, you're crazy. Yeah, most definitely. It's gonna be LeBron, AD, and then a, a really good third. I guarantee you that. Bradley Beal. I don't think Bradley Beal. Chris Middleton. By the way, speaking of speaking of speaking of the Lakers. <laughs> I I, I want to call this bold predictions gone wrong. Wow. What? 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 Middleton, I can't believe what he did. We're not. We're not. We're not going. We're not going. We're not. We're not. We're not going down the Chris Middleton wormhole. Tonight, Actually, you man. know what? Who I think the Lakers go go get <laughs> the Lakers go get is um um bro from Sacramento. Oh, the shooter. Buddy, Buddy Hill. Uh huh. That they should have drafted him. That's who I think that they're going to end up getting. They need somebody like him. This, you know how ironic the irony is on this on the situation with Buddy Hill. Buddy Hill gets drafted by New Orleans. The Lakers could have drafted him. Yep. And basically, New Orleans traded him for Boogie. And now he's in Sacramento, and he's been, and he's obviously been linked to the Lakers in trades for Kuzma. Yep. Six degrees step. Just always. Turn it's all full circle somehow, some way. The Lakers find a way to fuck up. Well, stop it. They they fuck em. yeah. But I want to get into a buck fusting. Yeah, yeah, we can get, get them dudes. <laughs> they said buck fusting. That's yeah. Y'all know what that means. If you're a Laker fan, you know what that means. Shout out to Showtime for him. You know what I'm saying so. Um, good. Both predictions going wrong. Charles Barkley the other night. Look, man, I know I, I know everyone loves supporting Trailblazers. We're all damn dollar fans, dudes. But they're not beating the Lakers in a eight, in a seven game series, man. So now Charles Barkley says if the Blazers get the eighth spot, they're going to beat the Lakers. Add that with Channing Fry today saying. Portland's going to beat the Lakers because they don't have because without Rondo and Avery Bradley, they have no one that can guard Damian Lillard or CJ McCollum. Time out before Nick Freeze chimes in. I got you with that one. Go ahead. Who does? Go ahead. I let them sink in. Who does? Go ahead. As a Clipper fan. I'm hearing all this, and this is hilarious. Don't get me wrong, but right. let's let's just be real. Portland doesn't stand a chance against any team in Los Angeles. They really don't. They don't stand. If they get one win, it's by accident. I do have a question, though. Yes. 
if the Lakers did have Rondo and Bradley Beal, the Lakers wouldn't have nobody to guard. That's my point. If we had Avery Bradley and Rajon Rondo, we still don't have someone that's going to guard Damian Lillard and CJ McCollum. All right. Yeah, Damian Lillard's most definitely, what, top three point guards? You can make that argument. If you, yeah. He's definitely no lower than his, depending on, obviously, Steph, Russ, Dame, CP3. Yeah. They all they all run that, um, in that same range. By the way, shout out to Devin Booker. Yeah. Y'all, y'all gonna, that dude, man. He needs to leave Phoenix. But um, back to what they were saying. I don't see what they're talking about at all. Now, I just – I was at uh, my homie uh, B. Finn house earlier. Shout out to B. Yeah, shout out to B. Finn. Today is birthday, too. Happy birthday, B. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sports for you, fam. Sports so, for you, fam. He picked Portland when I played him in 2K earlier. And so I really just had a, a quick look at the team. They literally have nobody <laughs> – that can stop Anthony Davis or LeBron James or even get in the way of slowing their progression to the basket down. No, 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 no. They said it. No, but Nurkic and Myers Leonard is returning, so they're going to – Exactly. Yourself Nurkic, shout out to Clutch. And oh, Myers yeah. Leonard, they're returning. Myers Leonard was a lottery pick, top five, Overrated. He is – about seven one, he can't move up the court. He can't defend. I mean, that wait, well. did Miles Leonard get who, traded? Who Miles Leonard? He was with Phoenix. No, 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 no I'm no. talking Zach. Okay, I'm taking Zach Collins. Zach, yeah, Zach Collins. Is I'm over. thinking Zach Collins. Zach Myers Collins Leonard got traded because Myers Leonard got traded for yeah. the and for White's for White side. Oh yeah. So they, Zach, they, well, that's they, even worse. No, Zach, get out of here, Zach Collins. So dude. they okay, Zach Collins way, and shout out to North Carolina. Yeah, who they who? By the way, did I know who who Zach Collins lost to in, in the national championship when he was at Gonzaga? I do. Yeah, I do too. Mm. Shout out to Joe Barry. Shout out to Roy Williams. Tar Heels. Go ahead, Freak. So the best college look, basketball team ever. All right. Everybody has an opinion. Oh, USC? No way. I wish. USC basketball team? Yeah. They have I, a basketball I, team since Harold Minor left? OJ Mayonnaise, nigga. Oh, I can't yeah. lie because my nigga Nick went there. OJ Mayo, yeah. OJ Mayo was nice. Shout but, out to Quincy McCall. Most definitely. No reps. But no, Portland, Portland, no. They're. They're, they don't even have a bench. Do you see, do you know who their starting small forward is? Is it Mello? Yeah. No, Mar- Carmelo is their starting power forward. Oh, so, uh, oh is it uh, is it Alpha Rukamino? I believe that's what I was about to say. Alpha, Alpha either him. Uh, they got who else the over dude there? Need a haircut. Um, oh my god, what's the I dude's Farouk, name? Farouk uh, was in wrestling. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. But yeah, they don't have nobody as small forward. He might have been a Shrek too. Ouch! <laughs> yeah, there's tell out no the donkey. Chance. Oh shit, we got a call. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they don't stand a chance because the simple fact of their team they don't have no bench. They can even keep up with the Lakers bench. And like bench is really not that good. Yeah, if I mean if Damian Lillard isn't hitting the shots, it's the um the team is pretty much a wrap. There's there, uh, uh, Trevor Reese is their starting small forward, and he's not going. There we go. Shout out to my nigga Trav. Yeah, shout out. Yeah, no shout out. Yeah, so they shout don't they don't stand King. a chance. So, so the the logic behind that is stupid because their best defender isn't going, and they're talking about Avery Bradley and Rondo. Well, who's gonna guard LeBron? There's no reason. You gonna you gonna put uh, what's his name Collins on him? Chuck, we love you, Chuck. Yeah, that's that's not where, gonna work. Where Whiteside play at? Ain't he over there? He plays center. He's the five. He's the center. 
But he's but he's not even oh, look. He, he shutting down uh, AD. Man. Check this out. Look. He shutting down who? Hassan Whiteside can have a game where uh, he has twenty five points, twelve rebounds, whoa, 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 and five blocks. They still lose by like come thirty. On, come on, bitch. <laughs> Producer Ben, nah, I'm climbing. I'm climbing. He is. Did man. you say he was going to have 25 points? He'll have, look, if he gets 25 points, 30 rebounds, and 10 blocks, they're still going to lose by 20 points. What he playing? What he does? What y'all playing? He doesn't 2K? do anything. <laughs> yeah, that's he the only way. Do, that's the only way. Do anything. White side just getting up there getting a check, man. Yeah, most definitely. And he, get, and they, he getting paid too. And he's a waste of talent because this dude is actually. I don't know. I don't understand. I don't, I don't get him. Motiv- not, not motivation. He's not motivated. Really. I think, no, 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 I think no, once, no, he got, no once he got that check, he he stopped. No, he got his 2K rating up, remember? He's, he's worried about his 2K rating. His 2K rating is cool now, so he's straight. So, that, so yeah, Chuck. Sorry, Chuck. Yeah. Him, Channing Fry. Channing Fry, yeah. yeah. Get out of here. Then he go to Arizona. Yeah. yeah right. I don't know what's wrong with these Arizona dudes, man. Yeah. Um, They should have went to Arizona State. That's where the partying is. Facts. Producer Ben, ready? Find me some, uh, some 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 Shaq music, man. Find, and I don't want to hear last week Kobe didn't do. I don't want to hear last week Kobe. Just find me some, some can't stop the rain. Sh- Shaq music. Find me some Shaq or something. Hey, play, hey, play, can't, hey, play, can't stop the rain because they don't know who produced that. So go ahead. Yeah, yeah, find that. That's a perfect. That's a perfect. Yeah, find that because nobody knows who produced that. And and Mark's gonna tell y'all once the beat drop who produced. Y'all that. should be able to hear once I, the beat drop. Well, I know who. Well, I know who produced it. I was listening to the song the other day. <clears throat> Talking about who who needed help producing it? He didn't need help. We don't need help. You got the wrong producer from Cali, G. By the way, Mark, since don't do that as we're playing this song because this is a sports podcast. Who 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 did produce this beat? Quick. For those who don't know, DJ one Mr. David and you, and one Mr. You, David Blake, you, right? <laughs> yeah, DJ. The tw- what? Wow, we really number twenty three on the beats. So we're playing this, Shaq. You can't stop the rain. R-P-B-I-G 24 years ago Saturday Marked the day Shaq Signed with the Lakers And makes you think How did Orlando Really Screw this up I got you They basically Let a lot They, they watched Miami pay Alonzo Morning 7 years 99 million And Shaq Basically So I, I want more than that And the ownership Said no so, Jerry West got on the horn and was like, "We and Shaq he gave him Shaq. Shaq gave him the number he wanted, but he told him, look, you come for this number. We have this kid who we just drafted out of high school who's very special, and y'all two can be great. And that's how Shaquille O'Neal became a Los Angeles Laker, because the great Jerry West. Shout to Jerry West. I think that, and part and partly is because the NBA is fixed. No, partly because Orlando was stupid. That too, but I don't. I don't think what Orlando did would have mattered. I think Orlando could have gave him ten years, two hundred fifty million. He still would end up a Laker. So that's just because it's LA. Just because it's LA. And no, just because it's the Lakers. And that's bringing that to my what if for this segment. Another what if. What if Orlando does pay shot? Mm-hmm. What happens to the Magic? He, he said it. So we saying, what they, if Shaq stays in, our, in Shaq Orlando? Shaq stays in Orlando. They win in '99. What happens with? And obviously, Penny gets hurt. Mm. So are we Sha- still saying Penny hurt? Yes, because you can't predict but, injury. At, at that point, you can still like the Jordan, way Shaq dominated. Jordan. He can still, you know, get another guard over there to help him. But yeah, I mean, Jordan was still there most of the time. 
Uh, they, I think they start doing better once Jordan retires. They they end up being a team that takes over, and their their reign probably goes on until two thousand four. I think if uh, yeah, because this, this will change the whole dynamic of the NBA. Yeah, if Shaq stays in in Orlando, and let's just say Penny does get hurt, I don't think Penny rushes back to play, so no. he doesn't re-injure it. Uh. I think they, they that's the dynasty right there. I think that is the Shaq and Kobe that we've seen. Now, that happens. They never get Grant Hill. They never get T-Mac. They never get T-Mac. And they never even get close to signing Tim Duncan. No. But does now, I mean, but now we're going this, what if, where does T-Mac go? Does he stay in Toronto or does I he? I think he ends up in Miami. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So now my, so now Dwayne Wade doing up in Miami. Woo. I mean, you team them up with Dwayne Wade. If they get that draft that's pick. That's what I'm saying. They might not get that draft pick. Or does T-Mac go to Chicago? Remember when the Bulls were trying to trade Scottie Pippen for him on draft day? Ooh. See, that's a lot. That's a lot of what I if. Think, what happens with Kobe? Does, he, Jerry, does, does, Jerry, does Kobe still get traded to the Lakers without Shaq? Nope. No. I think I think a lot of LA fans wouldn't wouldn't have Kobe as high as they do if he played in Charlotte. All I have to say is this: if that if Shaq doesn't go to the Lakers, the Lakers go through a nasty, nasty, nasty drought. Which goes back to my I, I think everything's about a business, man. <laughs> like like the the Knicks can be sorry and still and still bring the NBA. Revenue. I think yeah. the Lake the Lakers have to be relevant. Yeah. No matter what, the Lakers have to be relevant. And it was that time for the Lakers to to do their shit. Like they the last championship they won was in what eighty. It was eighty eight. Eighty eight. The nineties is the only decade the Lakers didn't win. Haven't won a championship, right? Yep. And yeah, they went, but they didn't win. Right. So, so I, I think that them getting Shaq was part of the NBA plan. I think it's just set. Like, that's how it's supposed to have been. Wow. Mm. Just imagine what would have been. Because Phil doesn't. Because obviously, Phil, 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 they don't get Phil. Phil stays retired. Phil would have had six championships when he retired, and then y'all wouldn't have been calling the best. Not y'all. I'm just saying, people who listen. I, I, don't, I don't call him the best coach of all time. I know. But I'm, I'm yeah. saying, y'all who listening would have been calling, wouldn't have been calling him the greatest coach of all time. Even though it's Greg Popovich. I agree it's Greg Popovich. I also think Larry Brown's better than, uh, than Phil Jackson. But anyway, go ahead. Ooh. Well, I want to bring in some story. We brought we brought this up earlier when we talked about the Washington ownership situation. Um, producer Ben teased the story. Kevin Garnett, Hall of Famer, champion, is getting a group together to they're trying to make a serious bid to buy in the Minnesota Timberwolves. Well, we got an update on that story. Mm. We got breaking news. He has a he has a competition. The Wolf family, Ziggy Wolf, Mark Wolf, the owners of the Minnesota Vikings, Ooh. are now have emerged as a serious candidate to buy the Minnesota Oh, Gurnett, Gurnett not getting that. No, they're not getting that. They're not, he not getting that. Now, not, not with the Wolf family who already own the Vikings. Sorry. And, I think, the, and Glenn Tanger, who's the current owner, the requirement is the team has white. to stay in Minnesota. Be white. Then they um they, they also white. own um you have to be Caucasian. <laughs> they also own the um the Lynx, don't they? Yeah. Minnesota Lynx, watch out. Female team. <laughs> Shout out to Maya Moore. I'm like, the niggas on hot links? Nah, son. <laughs> nah, son. 
You have to be the own hot links. <laughs> you have to beat your own hot link. <laughs> so yes, they're saying that Minnesota, that the Wolf family has emerged as the top shooter about the Timberwolves. So KG, nah, the the the, the Wolf done. family go get that. Yeah, they yeah. don't have it. They go they go own all the major teams in Minnesota. They said the the requirement is to keep the the team has to stay in Minnesota. Good, but they're good owners though, right? Yeah, they're good owners. Yeah, they don't have a problem with that. They're good owners. I don't have a problem with that. I just don't want like James Dolan owning all the titties, all, all the titties, all the teams in New York. <laughs> well, well, he probably did, tried. He probably tried that stuff too and didn't work. Um, NBA announced today that the NBA award, well, they not, it was official that the awards are going to be based on the first half of the season before the lockdown. So these next eight games will not count towards the MVPs, your defensive player, which I think is just totally stupid. Rachel Nichols has been pounding, has been not, has been beating this drum to death. This drum, she's she's been trying to have for award reform. Uh huh. Uh huh. Stop it. <laughs> Where you know how the NFL they have, you have MVP, you have Offensive Player of the Year. Yeah. She's been saying that 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 should be something like that with the NBA, where we still give out the MVP, but we give out award for the player who had the best season, who's like the most outstanding player as far as offensive nut with stats and stuff. Because it's this, it's the be, this debate about LeBron and Giannis. Who's going to be the MVP? Well, y'all, I said my vote before we even went on hiatus during our – You think LeBron. And I still do. Mm-hmm. I agree. And this is going to be an interesting debate to see what happens. So, producer Ben – Hit up that NBA on NBC because it's time for the sport, what we're calling the sporties. Before, hold on, before we do that, I, I just feel like it, it's funny how we move the goalposts because when LeBron was in the East and he was putting up amazing numbers. All the East is weak. And, and East is weak. He shouldn't win the MVP because he's going against the East. Nobody's saying that now when it comes to Giannis. They sure not. <laughs> and nobody's not saying that because now LeBron got the best record in the, in the West. I mean, come on, man. I've been saying this. I said I, I, this I'm, two months. I, I said this four months ago. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, like, like yeah, I just feel, it's just funny how we move the goalposts for certain players. But go, go ahead, hit, hit, hit that NBA on NBC music because we're gonna have the sporties, the our, the our NBA awards. I'm gonna give you my picks. I, I they look for those who did not hear these before when we were doing our test run. This is my award since the voting move in on the 28th. They will make the official announcement during the playoffs, old school style. There will be no NBA awards, so by the way, that's probably a good thing as well. Yeah. But um, let's start off with my coach of the year. You guys can chime in. Producer Ben, you can chime in as well. Would you, if you have any, if you disagree? Better not say Frank Vogel. Okay, I'm not gonna say that. No, for real. The person I, I would like to see Vogel win, but I'm not, I'm not delusional. I think it's gonna go to Taylor Jenkins, the coach of the Memphis Grizzlies. Let's, I say this why because nobody had the Grizzlies in the playoffs. We thought they draft John Moran the year before you get Jaron Jackson Jr. So basically, they were going to be playing for the lottery anyway. Eagle Donald said, "I'm not, I'm not suiting up for these guys." And now they're basically in, they're in the eighth spot right now for the, in the playoffs. And unfortunately, they're going to lose to the Lakers. So I think Taylor Jenkins is going to win, but I do think he has some serious competition with Nick Nurse. Now, let me tell you why. Which guy? Doc Rivers in the same predicament last year. I thought Doc should. I'm the person. I thought that was Doc's best coaching job he, in his entire career, even better than the Orlando year. He won coach year. I think uh, uh, close to Miami. You, 
say Spolster. Spolster. I think he might win it too because I'm simple factor number four. But then again, you know, a lot of people, they still like uh, Boot Noser up over there just because, you know, obvious reasons. But I like Spolster. Who's going to get a coach? I'm biased. You already know He's saying Rick Carlisle. He's saying Jim Carrey. <laughs> and by the way, Rick Mask. <laughs> by the way, Rick Carlisle is having a great year. Now he's been doing a great year. Yeah. I, I love uh, Jim Carrey as a coach. I mean, Rick Carlisle is a coach. By the way, one of the best coaches. Ever. By the way, he was the I mastermind behind the Pacers. Yeah. During those during- Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com. During the Larry Bird years. He was, was. The, he was the mastermind. Larry Bird was just basically the motivational speaker. Rick Carlisle was in the huddle. Basically running the huddle. Basically calling, calling the plays. Wasn't Rick Carlisle a high pick? Yeah, he was in the, he was in the 84 draft. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know who set the defense up for the Dallas Mavericks? But anyway, go ahead. Yeah. <clears throat> go ahead. Who, who anyway, go ahead. Who was it? When they, when they beat Miami? Who was it? Go keep ahead. That, keep that beat running. No, go ahead. Because we, we, we only talk about with Jason Kidd, dude. But go ahead. Okay, so that's so we got so we have uh Taylor Jenkins. You say um victory. I'm not gonna be biased and say Doc Rivers because I know he's not gonna be. Yeah, I think no LA team no LA team is gonna get to our simple fact of who's on your team, but even then that's Malarkey. But um Mike Malarkey? He's garbage. Terrible. Terrible. You know, so I think I may have to go with. I'm about to go with Spolster as well. Either Spolster or. Brad Stevens is a good coach, too. He is. Yeah, Brad Stevens is a good coach. Shout out to Jason Tatum. He's over there. He's a, no, he's a good coach. Okay. He's a very good coach. Well, side note before we get to the next award. I saw Jake, the video of Jason Tatum and Jane LeBron going one on one in practice. Who wins and what's the final score? I think Jason Tatum wins 15 13. They go to, in fact, they go to 11. Who wins? I think Jalen Brown wins. Jalen Brown over one on one. I think I think Jason Tatum won eleven eight. Wow. I only think Jalen Brown wins by one. Yeah. I, I think Tatum won eleven eight because I think Tatum was going to run and he was hit about four or five in a row. Brown came to the Jalen Brown's a tough defender though, man. Bro- Brooklyn, you saw Brooklyn. You see what your future could have been? Nah, no, 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 no. You see what Phoenix future could have been? Ooh. I see what future. I see what Phoenix future about to be when they book the league. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. Executive of the year. Now, I personally no. think it's going to be. I personally would like to see him go to Rob Palenka. But I know he has a lot of enemies because of his days as an agent. So, our producer Ben and Nick Freeze and Mark, which paints for the Savage. Danny A. Please no. He's going to the Orange Frank. Thank you. Thank you. It's Orange Frank. Thank you. Last year was it was last year was Masai Ujiri. I can I can say that I can see that it's Warren Train. I can see that it's Warren Train. Just off the on the simple fact that they would pull off that uh, Paul George deal. Exactly. And he coached Jason Kidd. You see all centers around Jason Kidd. Anyway, go ahead. Okay. Let's go to the most improved player. Jason Kidd. Brandon Ingram. Okay, that's a good one. Mark most improved. Uh, I actually have two. I had, oh. to, I had to say I, I, I think me I think me and Brian had the second one, had the same one. Dude from uh, Toronto. I was about to say that's Siakam. 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 Yep. Problem. He won it last year. Oh shit. He can still win it. Mine was Bam Adebayo. Oh yeah, Bam oh, Adebayo. Yeah. No, no, he's he been balling. He actually he might win it. He's been balling. He no, might. No, win. He's been balling. Well, I don't know. Sabonis might win it too. Sabonis. Sabonis. 
over there. Oh, the he went to the All Star game. This year. He was a Houston nominee last year for six man. Yeah. I thought he was By the way, I had his jersey. First Lakers jersey I have since the Bobby. Shout out. Shout out to Bobby. Shout out to Dominguez. First Lakers jersey I had was the greatest uh, Laker ever. Right, Kobe. Okay. Next, the next one we have. We're gonna have the six man of the year. Lou Williams. And this is a down year for Lou. Exactly. Who you think, Lou? See, I want to go with Trez. Because obviously, you know something. Because I think I, I think I this think might be the year. Because he I, might win Most Improved Player. Because I think right now. Because I'm gonna tell you what happened. And this no, and this is not a slide on Lou Will. I think he's gonna get Jordan fatigued for six men. Yeah, they're gonna get fatigued if he wins. Obviously, him and Jamal Crawford each have the most six men of three. Yep. They're gonna get. They're gonna get. Vote, they're gonna get voter fatigue if he. He's gonna be voter fatigue with him. So I think he's gonna go to Trez. Okay, defensive. Well, rookie of the year. John Brown. Unanimous. I agree. If, if uh, Zion played a full year, I would have said Zion. Yeah. But it's most definitely John Brown. All right. Defensive player of the year. Anthony Davis. Um, either Anthony Davis or Young. Uh, no, I got AD. Um, I, I, I want to say Anthony Davis, but then again, I don't know. I got to go Anthony. All right. And then obviously the, the, the most important word, obviously, the MVP. Ben. Ben Reddy. He'd be executive of the year, actually. You're right. He'd be, quite, he'd be executive of the year. Sorry, Lawrence Frank. Ben Ready, Channel House Media. Executive of the year. <laughs> oh, no, I forgot. Okay, we did coach the year. So, yeah, MVP. Y'all already know where I stand. It's LeBron freaking James. And y'all can add me at jwatson 984 if y'all got an issue with that. Yeah, that's it. That's it. He's hit me on the block. Yeah. <laughs> jwatson 984 LeBron is most definitely the MVP. Look, look at the numbers, dude. Year 17, this is ridiculous. Because I want LeBron to win. I think LeBron should have about six MVPs. I, I agree. I was going to ask that uh, question tonight. How many MVPs uh, should he have? He should have about, how many years he been in the league? He's been 17, 17 He years. should have about, I'm going to say at least eight. Because he has four now. He should have at least eight. He won in yeah. 09, 2010, 2012, 2013. Yeah, he should have at least eight. And he should have a defensive player of the year right now. He should have a defensive player of the year, yeah. He got robbed. Derrick Rose stole MVP. Shout out to D Rose, but that, the, you, you know why he won that MVP. Well, obviously we all know why yeah, because the media, was, media was hated the Heatles the first year. Yeah. I, think, I, I think I think and LeBron even finished second. I, they gave Dwight second place. I think I think, MV, I think LeBron right. that's like like how y'all said with the Jordan thing, like they tired of giving it to Jordan. Right. I think they were tired of giving it to LeBron at that point. Man. I think LeBron should have about eight MVPs. Um, I think LeBron should be MVP, but I mean let's be honest. Outside of a uh, assist. And maybe three point percentage. I think Giannis is averaging more than LeBron in every single statistical category. Well, we're gonna see. We'll find out. Voting ends number twenty eight, so we'll see who really people. But I also, I, I also, if I had to vote, I would vote for LeBron. I do too. Yeah, I would now, vote for LeBron. Now, now this, now this is the real, this, this is the real debate. Because we're trying to talk about players. Because this is the debate that costs players money. All NBA. I'm gonna do my all NBA teams. Now, this is an interesting nugget I found out today. LeBron, Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum qualify as guard as well. Yeah. Anthony oh. Davis, Jokic, they, he qualifies as center as well. All right, so before we go, let me do this. Let me ask. Are, are we going just 
five players or are we going by we have to go by position? I think we have to go by I think they're still going by position. Well, are we going by position? If it's me, I'm going front court backward. <laughs> Of me, it's me, I'm going front guards in the front court. Stop it. Stop it, producer, man. But, here, but here's another thing. Oh, I spoke about Rachel Nichols was talking about award reform. She thinks that the all-NBA team should be, the, like you were just saying, the top 15 players. Yeah. And guard, forward, center shouldn't even matter. Just, just the top, top 15, 15 no. players. No. I think so. Why not? No. Because you have to, here's the whole thing. It's broken down like this for a reason. You have, you know, when you're first team center, you're established at, uh, supposed to be at that point. You're the one of the, you're either one of the best centers or the best center in the league. Okay. You know, it may be, what if it is like about six players better than you? Oh, well, you're still the top player at your position. That shouldn't be taken away from you. That's just me personally. Now, I, I, as far as like the small four, power four, me personally, I think you should just be forward and guard. But, right? right. But let me ask you this. So let's say, with the centers, right? We might have like Joel and B. Might, might, might have a, a Joker, right? Joker most definitely gets first team. Okay, that's fine. They that's cool. But but now let's go to like small four position, right? Now you got like LeBron, Kawhi, Kawhi Paul George. So how they do it is center, two fours. It don't matter if they. All right. So it could be two power fours, that's it fine. Be two small so, fours, so, or two shooting guards, two point guards. Well, I think Paul George is kind of right on the shooting guard this year, so he'll be he'll be at the guard. Right. Okay. What other small forwards in the league? Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. Jason Tatum. Who else? Siakam. Yep. Okay. So, like, let's say if Siakam had a better year than that third center, why should that third center be on the All NBA team but Siakam team? He could be on the All NBA. This basically the Rudy. This basically the Rudy Gobert rule. What you're saying? That's what I'm saying. Like, like I'm just saying, like, like if Siakam had a better year than let's just say Rudy Gobert, right? Why should Rudy Gobert, because he's a, a, at a position that's not really like that, 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 deep, that deep, but Siakam's at a position that is really deep. So why is it that Siakam can't get all in the game, but Gobert can't because of lack of that uh, position? Well, that's not Gobert's fault. It's, it's not Gobert's fault, but it shouldn't be Siakam's Siakam fault either. Well, that should make it more better for you to get it for first team all the because you, you got to think about it. But you're not getting over, and, and we lucky Durant didn't play this year because we're not, we not getting over LeBron, Kawhi, Giannis. or Giannis. Yeah, most definitely. Anthony Davis. He's going to need and he did. That, and, and that's five of the top ten players. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So let's just say, like like I said, if Siakam is better than Gobert, why should Siakam be off because he played at a more depth position? That's, just, that's what third team all NBA is for. Only on sports to you. We just had, we just solved we just solved we just solved, your, we, just solved your, we just solved the problem. NBA Adam Silver cut us a check. You know what I'm saying? I think I, I, at Townhouse I, Media now on Instagram, follow on Facebook. If you want to send a check to producer Ben Ray. You know what I'm saying? I, I, th- I think it should be who had the, the 15, the top 15 players who had the best year. So how we so how we want to break the down? No, tonight? we can go by position now. Okay, we can right. go by position. Let's go. Let's go with a uh, center. Center. Joker. Uh, Joker. 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 Okay, two forwards. Easy. LeBron and Giannis. LeBron. Yeah. yeah, LeBron and Young. This is the first team. First yeah. team, LeBron and Young. Guards. Um, at guard, first team, uh, Damian Lillard's most definitely, and it's James Harden. Hmm. Okay, Mark? Because uh, I agree with one. Maybe Luka 
and James Harden. I think you're, you you're got right. the ones that you're I right. that was the ones I was going to say. Luca and, and James Harden. I think Luca. There's no way he's not making All NBA first team. Yeah, I'm they, not they, making. They go, he's they not. Move, they gonna move Damian Lillard to a second team. Okay, let's move over. Let's do, let's do there. Second team center, Jordan and B. Joel. Forwards, yes. Anthony mm. Davis. Wait, 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 wait. Now here's a question: Since wait. Anthony Davis does qualify as center, he's a forward. He's he'll, a forward. To me, he's a forward. forward. He'll, he'll, he's forward. But look, this year. Has Joel Embiid played better than Bam Adebayo? No, I don't think Bam Adebayo. Can, like, he's probably going to be. He's, he's going to be on the bubble for the thirteen. I think. He's, I think he's going to be on the thirteen as a center. Yeah, I think he'll make thirteen. I think he will go as a as a four. Yeah. No, he, he's not qualified for four. He, he's a legit center. A tri-ball player. He's, he's not center power four. He, he's freaking center. Okay. Um. So um, who's that? Going? So we say NBA the center. So the two forwards, we have, I think it's going to be AD and Kawhi. I got AD and yeah. Kawhi. Perfect. And the two guards. You said one. Dan Lillard and uh, I think it's Russ. So who? Well, who? Bradley Bill. Here's the problem that I think is going to hurt Bradley Bill. That he's not, that he plays in Washington. That. And by the way, Brett. Bam Adebayo does qualify as forward and center. What? I'm, Why? Because he's 6'9"? That's the list. I'm, I'm going to read you this from this from Fred Katz. He covers the NBA for the Athletic. Somehow, all NBA ballot info. LeBron James is eligible for both guard and forward, as are Ben Simmons, Jason Tatum, your boy Chris Middleton, Jamie, Jimmy Butler, and Luka. Who do I have on second team? You said Dame and... Somebody gonna get it in case, but I'll be the same. And then the, yeah, I have been sent from my third. Anthony Davis, Carl Anthony Towns, Nicole Jokic, and Bam Adebayo are eligible for both forward and center. I'll, I'll, think, I'll, I'll think Carl Anthony Towns is uh, the second team, and I'm going with Joel on the third. I'm going Joel second. I think winning's gonna, media's gonna qualify, gonna make winning a factor in if these guys, if these guys make so. I'm, my, my, my two guards would have been Russ and Dame in the second team. Now, the third team is where it's going to get interesting. When they come, all right, so, my third my third team center is Cat. Okay. I, I, I moved the beat to the third team. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Okay. So, now, I can see with Cat, but then now here my question is, do I want to put – because Bam has to make – to me, Bam out of bios is, is an all-in-game. You can play by four, right? I'm about to tell you, he needs – Qualifies as forward. You put him at. He qualifies as forward and Orson. Oh yeah, so you got him at forward, at third team. You can put him at Siakam at that forward. Okay, there you go. And okay, so third guards. Guards is tricky though. Bam Siakam. Uh huh. And then the guards, boy. I got Ben Simmons. I have on my third stream guard. I'm at third. At my third team guard. Uh huh. Y'all forget. We forget one name that we've been. We've been. I think Chris Paul's on the third. Chris Middleton. Not Chris Paul's on the third team. Are you fucking kidding me? Chris Paul. You said Chris Paul. I got Chris Paul on the third team. With Ben? Uh, I moved. I, I had Ben. Who, I'm trying to remember who I had. You had Bradley Bill. Okay, no. Ben Simmons and um, Chris Paul. Okay. You said Ben. You said Ben. Uh, we're really forgetting the name. Who you got? Because now that I found out this dude can be play both, uh, that he can be chosen as a forward or a guard. We're totally forgetting Jason Tatum. Oh, yeah. Jason, but Jason Tatum, I don't think I'm See, to me, he's more of a forward. Yeah, he's a forward. 
but okay, if I'm going guards, I'm gonna put Ben Simmons. Last guard spot. And, and I got a question. Why? I, I know he's been a running joke for the last week or two, but why don't y'all make this thing? I don't think this uh, We're having a better. Um, we talking about specifically this year. I don't think. I don't think he has. He's, he's going to get votes. Court. He's going to get votes. He I don't may, think he basically gets to the third team. That's what I'm saying. I'm talking about specifically on the third team. I wouldn't put him in my third team. Okay. I'm not saying anything wrong with him, but I just. I, I think have, this I is a spot where. I think Both. this is a spot where Bradley, for me on my third team, it will go to Bradley Bill. Because he is averaging. He's like, what, second and fourth? Yeah, he's second and third? Because I mean, third team. I mean, he's yeah, been hurt for a lot of years. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're forgetting somebody too. Trey Young has to be somewhere on oh. at that guard, too. Yeah, see, he, isn't, see. He top, isn't he top five in scoring assists? Yep, he's most definitely. He may have second team. Well, there you go. Yeah, see, the guard situation is crazy. There you go. No, it ain't. The yeah. third team. Trey Young and uh, Benson. Man, that's a that's a cold uh, Trey Young. Riders, y'all have y'all y'all have y'all work cut out for y'all. We just gave y'all we just gave y'all Hey Chris Middleton, I'll try to show you some love on the show after Nick Kidd last week. Look, Chris Middleton, you're gonna get some votes for all NBA, but you're not gonna you But you're not in you didn't have a Ouch. Alright. Alright, we're gonna you get ready to close out the show. We we're gonna talk about this goes to some MLB. Starting on Thursday is opening day in Major League Baseball. Obviously, the heavy favorites, high uh, LA Dodgers. They look, they look good. That's watching last night. By the way, they're playing against Nick Freeze and producer Ben's Angels right now in the final exhibition game. And Dodgers are winning 5 1. So, shout out. Um, so, the. I think this is going to be interesting to see how this season goes. 60 games. Who is going to be the favorite? We'll do some preseason award predictions. I, we're just going to do Cy Young and, and MVP because I don't really know any of rookies. And obviously, you don't know who's going to be playing. So, obviously, Dodgers sent Gavin Lutz down because, obviously, he reported to camp late. And, obviously, he's not had a, a good camp. So, we have pretty – in a season like this where – you're playing 60 games in 67 days. You're creating more veteran experience. And he's at a position at, at second base. Where I, I trust TK and Chris Taylor more than I trust him. I know he's probably the second baseman of the future. Um, I want to give you all my – these are my predictions for how I think the playoffs will go. I think the division-wise, I think the Dodgers are in the West. I think Mark Boyce, the Braves are in the East. I think the Brewers win the Central, and I think the Wild Card will be the Rockies and the and the uh, it'll be the Nationals and the and the Cubs on the American League side. Obviously, I think the Yankees are going to the East. The Yankees, the favorite to come out the American League, right? Yes, Yankees win the East. I think. Oh man, the what y'all division is real. I don't really don't want to see the Astros win a, 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 a game this year. I really hate the boot. I understand. I don't like the They probably copied the logo for somebody. Don't, it's probably, they probably copied the logo for somebody. There we go. You know what I'm saying? Cheating, cheating dudes, cheating dudes, man. Is that what? So, um, 
I'm gonna let Freeze him pick the AFC, the AL West. I, it's hard because you guys, the Rangers, the Mariners. I'm, I'm not picking the Astros for nothing. So it's either of you, the Angels, the Mariners, or the A's. or oh, I forgot the A's too. A's got a good team. Too, uh, I, I, A's. Yes, they do. I got the A's. The A's. The A's. Um, and, I, I, you know, I want to pick my boys, but I'm, I'm also a realist in the same time. So. In the central, but I, I don't know. I don't want to see the Astros do nothing either. But the Astros are still good, so it's, it's weird. They still cheating. Yeah, of course. So did the Patriots. Patriots I need this. They never cheated. By the way, the Astros played the Royals today in the, in the exhibition game. Altuve and Bregman both got beaned. What? They got. They got. Oh, they got hit. Yeah. Um. I'm trying to think who come out the central. I think Indians. Oh yeah. By the way, Lindor, baller. Mm-hmm. And then I think the then I think the wild cards are going to be. I think your boys can make a wild card berth. I think that I think the Angels. Wow, what's going to happen with Toronto? They can't play. In, they can't play in Canada. I think that they had to cancel their season. Report is that they're going to play at Pittsburgh. Although they should just go to the Buffalo. That's the closest town to, to the Canadian border. Pretty much. Shout out to the Bills. So. um I think it is going to be – I think the Tigers – okay, so I think the World Series is going to – me personally. I think it will be Dodgers and Yankees. There it is. And the Dodgers will lose again, unfortunately. Not. Look. This the, is the year. Let me tell you something. This is the year. I'm about to say, if the Dodgers don't win this year, it, then something needs to happen. Break that team up. Pretty much. Just call it quits. No, I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Dave Roberts going to lose his job. I hate to say it. But Dave Roberts gonna lose his job. I, I mean, I kind of advocated for him to get fired last year after the way we blew it against the, where we blew the series with the Nationals. But now it wasn't his fault. Andrew Freeman analytics can't always be the be all end all. We have to know eye test yeah. baseball. That's in all sports. I'm, I, analytics get on my nerves. Analytics is the reason why a lot of these dudes get overpaid. Exactly. Extreme. Don't get me wrong. Nothing wrong. I'm not going against you know these dudes getting their money. Don't get me wrong. I'll, I'll never do that. But. There's a lot of dudes in all sports that get overpaid just off of analytics. Auto Porter. And Ooh. Yeah, sorry about that. But yeah, that's just how it goes. Okay. Robert so, Covington. So on, on the award side. The Lakers too. Okay, on the award side, gentlemen. Let's start with the Cy Youngs. I think on the AL, some pick some dude, the Yankees are gonna be the favorite. I think the three hundred million dollar man, Garrett Cole. Will be the AL Cy Young. Mm. Okay, I can agree with that. On the National League, I'm pretty biased, but I I want to see Walker Bueller, but I, I, it wouldn't shock me if if Jacob Degrom goes three peats. But I want to see Bueller. I think Bueller he's really the ace of the Dodgers. Everyone talks about yeah. Kershaw, but Bueller's really the ace. He, he might he's you no know, there's no voters for Teague in um, baseball. Good point. You you can win the same award for like about eight years straight if you um if you're that good of a player they'll let they'll let you keep winning it and this is why it doesn't shock me my my MVP is also going to be a Dodger I think it should be Mookie Betts but is he, I, Mar- is but, he, but is he, is he I don't know but I have to agree with Steve Mason on yesterday Mark what yep yep don't, don't listen to me listen to me your boy Ronald Acuna Jr. That's, man. he's going to win the that MVP. dude that kid. 22. That, he's nice. He's one of those. We were talking about how MLB needs to market more of their young stars. He's one of them. That dude is nice. 
And I think on the AL, the AL MVP, obviously, I mean, who else? Come on, now. that's that's too easy. I mean, unless he unless he really decides not to play. Yeah, that, yeah, he has he has that. That's what I'm saying. When it comes to baseball, there's no voters for T. He's he's literally going to keep winning it every year. I think he's best player in baseball. He is. Mm-hmm. By the way, and it's not close. Bleach Report yeah. next week. Next week episode also Bleach Report released their top 100 players. We're going to give you the top 10 next week. So give y'all get your guys see the list first. So the MVP for the AL you say is it's tr- it's Trout. But trout, if it isn't okay. Trout, it's Aaron Judge. It's Mike Trout. Mike oh, no, no, no. I'm going to tell you back. If it isn't, I'm, I have two choices if it doesn't go to Trout. It's Aaron Judge or Francisco Lindor. I have one choice. It's going to uh, Mike Trout. And like I said, the only way Trout doesn't win is he doesn't play. Shout out to Mike Trout being a Leo, too. Birthday's in a couple of weeks. And, and best of luck to his wife. Expecting their first child. Most definitely. And he's the best player in baseball. Most definitely. And as we close Shout out to today's show, we would, I spoke on a 30 for 30. Um, ESPN last month aired the 30 for 30 long gone summer about the 98 home run chase between McGuire and Sosa. Bonds better than both of them. Facts. People bring, uh, we always focus on McGuire and Sosa. And it's not close. Yeah. But everyone always forgets that everyone was making this out to be McGuire versus Griffey. Yeah. Griffey started on pace. To break the record. But Griffey wasn't taking steroids. Now, imagine if he was taking steroids. Well, he was already... Or imagine if he kept taking steroids. Whichever one it was, we don't know. Yeah, whatever, whatever happened. Imagine, yeah. By the way, how did he not get in the Hall of Fame unanimously? Who didn't? Griffey. He, he didn't get in unanimously. Mariano Rivera became the first unanimous Hall of Famer. That's, he should have been there unanimously, too. But I think yeah. Griffey, Griffey should have also went there unanimous. Barry, ba- Barry Bonds should go unanimous, too. But you know he's not going to do it. Well, so he was—that's crazy. So this is what he did with the uh, with the pirates alone. He should have. Uh, he was. We've been saying. Me and Mark. Me and Mark say that all the, all, the all the time. If he didn't play, yeah. if he didn't play a day with the Giants, he was a Hall of Famer. He was a Hall of Famer. Yeah, I'm not mistaken. Didn't he win three MVPs with the Pirates? Yep. <laughs> this dude is a 14 time All Star, seven <laughs> time NL MVP, and that was three with one team. 18. I don't know. Eight time a Golden Glove Award. Huh. 12-time Silver Slugger. Say that shit. Come on, man. Like that, like that. Three-time uh, Hank Aaron Award winner. Come on, man. Who Hank Aaron play for? Champion. Huh? Who Hank Aaron play for? Oh, you know who he played for. Two-time uh, home run leader. National League RBI leader. What? San Francisco Giants number 25 retired. What? San Francisco Giants Wall of Fame. Stop. MLB records. 762 career home runs. I don't care. 73 home runs in a single season. 2,500 uh, career bases on... I ain't gonna say the rest of that. Walks, yeah, nah. It, it says something else. Well, um, I know what you're saying, but but, but you mean walks? <laughs> Most definitely. Cause that was that was. He, he was all time walk leader, right? Yep. Yep. That's right. <laughs> and I and I'm not a Barry Bonds fan because he was a giant, but still, come on, man. Point six zero nine on base percentage. <laughs> this dude, man. Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! He had an 86% uh, slugger percentage. That dude's not in the Hall of Fame, huh? Nope. Not at all. Now, he's been eligible since 2013. And his last year of eligibility is is approaching because he's never going to get in. And if he doesn't get into the um, Baseball Hall of Fame, then they already BS not having Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame. So, you know, it just gets worse. Um. 
It's the Hall of Friends, not the Hall of Fame. Facts. So, and, that's, and that's in all sports. Well, except for basketball. Everybody. Basketball, get, everybody, gets everybody. All, oh, well, yeah, that's we're, we're on the Hall of Fame. Whoa, 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 we're whoa, in the basketball. I forgot about that. Everybody we're in the basketball gets, Hall of Fame. Everybody gets there for the basketball. But for baseball, it's a Hall of Friends. That's why, uh, yeah. because Barry Bonds wasn't friendly with the media. Exactly. F- fuck the steroids. He never tested positive for that. He was a jerk. He just was an asshole to the media. So Facts. all the media niggas ain't gonna vote for him. Yeah, most that's definitely. pretty much what it is. All the, it's all these old, it's all these old dudes, old gray haired. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and say it, white dudes. There you go. Who are who are doing the voting? The same dudes ways. who didn't. Same same dudes didn't that said that King, King Griffey was not unanimous Hall of Famer. Which that, is ridiculous. That. Tom Glavin wasn't uni- wasn't a unanimous Hall of Famer. That's ridiculous. That Greg Maddox wasn't unanimous Hall of Famer. That wow. John Smoltz wasn't unanimous Hall of Famer. That <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> that Randy Johnson wasn't a unanimous Hall of Famer. And I'm not saying the dude's and I'm not saying the dude's nickname. Um, they don't do that. Uh, Eric Jeter. What's was his nickname? Not y'all look it up. <laughs> That's like the joke about Dave Parker's nickname. Y'all can look that up too. What's Dave Parker? Nickname? Nah, I ain't, look, I ain't saying Dave Parker's nickname. I'll just notice that I ain't saying Dave Parker's nickname. But, <laughs> but, Barry Bonds should be in the Hall of Fame. Y'all, MLB turned a blind eye to the steroid era, and y'all should just let the, him, Roger Clemens. Roger Clemens should definitely be in the Hall of Fame, too. Oh, yeah, most definitely. And y'all need to let Pete Rose in. Come on, dude. He, yeah. was, he ain't the only dude who bet on games. He's just the only dude who got caught. Mm. Do you think? I'm saying he's the only dude that got caught. I, no, I and, agree with you. And, I think and that, he was a hell of a player. I think that goes into everything in life. Anyway, go That's ahead. Pretty much. I don't think man is the only one that cheated, I think, for me. Uh, yeah. Facts. Um, And... Just basically, when I looked at this 30 for 30, because they focused on, obviously, McGuire and Sosa, the home run chase. Ken Griffey. By the way, the Griffey's come, coming back next year, 2021. 25-year anniversary. Ken Griffey, to me, one of the five greatest players I've ever seen in baseball. But this bat, but this home run chase, it caught the eye of of what baseball is should be trying to catch the eye now. That's young people. They just seen these two... Dudes just sending base, send going yard every other back. Mark McGuire, they was hitting, 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 sending it all the way out of the stadium. Uh huh. Sure was. But now baseball turned the blind eye. They want to finger wag. Like, we can't have this part of our game. But no, but you guys, y'all profited off it. So don't change now. And Barry Bonds just said, you know what? Let me show y'all. If y'all think, yeah, 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 y'all think they were on the juice. Greg Anderson, holla at me. And look what happened. And like I said, and me and Mark said it, Barry Bonds never plays a game for the San Francisco Giants. He's a Hall of Famer. He had three MVPs in Pittsburgh. He was skinny as hell over there, too. He's in the ring of honor with the Giants. Just let, just stop it. Put him in the Hall of Fame. Put the man in the Hall of Fame. But by the time we meet next week, we will officially have concluded the first weekend in Major League Baseball oh, yeah. with no fans, but a bunch of cardboard cutouts that people were putting in the in the seats. That's crazy. And you know people are actually paying to do that, right? 
you know they have an app that you can um, that they have now. For the, I think it's the MLB app. Right. You go on there and you can um, press the button for like cheers and all that in the stadiums. Because they're, they're using the they're using the MLB to show um, sound 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 from MLB to show. That's mm-hmm. crazy. So when we come back next week, we're going to talk about give you a preview for next week. The top ten baseball players in MLB. We're going to talk about our top five thirty for thirties, and we're going to recap the first weekend in MLB and count down to the return of NBA basketball. Plus, camps opening in the NFL. In the NFL, hopefully they got their stuff together. Don't have no scandal within this week. We want to start the show on a positive note. NFL, they will have a scandal. Come I want to say one thing before we leave. What's that? If Daniel Snyder, if he keeps this team, the smartest thing, me personally, he should do if he wants to save this franchise. It may not, it's not going to happen or work, but he should go over there and make a phone call to Ozzie Newsom mm. and try to get him up over there. They don't have a GM. And I, if you get Ozzie Newsom over there at G, as your GM, he can change your franchise around in two or three drafts. I By think, the way, I think he should just retire. Fuck him getting Ozzie Newsom. I oh, agree. But I'm uh, talking about if they, if they actually let him keep the team. And just let Ozzie Newsom do his job. I think Ozzie Newsom, he's, uh, he's in the Hall of Fame as a tight end. I don't know if he's in the yeah. Hall of Fame as a, as a, as a he GM. He should be. He should be. But by he, the way, was, he was already in the Hall of Fame before he got the job. By so. the way, drafted three first ballot Hall of Famers. Sure did. And two of them in the same draft. Jonathan Ogden and Ray Lewis. Shot the both of them. Four, four years later, he drafts Ed Reed. He should let me be GM. My team would be great on Madden. So, yeah. By the way, real quick before we go do we overvalue Madden ratings? I don't even look at them shits. No. SportsCenter did a whole the, special. The, the Madden ratings are, like, ridiculous. They're more ridiculous than 2K ratings. Yeah. Because they most definitely have players ranked way higher or some players ranked way lower than they should be. Yeah, I, I don't even look at them shits, honestly. Like, it don't it don't, it don't don't really matter. Did you see the, the extras that got on Stephon Gilmore? <laughs> <laughs> they got, like, he basically can't throw the ball around this dude. At all. We'll see. Josh Allen better make... If he don't throw the ball near... If Josh Allen don't... Give don't don't find him. Mark him a new quarterback. Gilmore was getting routed up by Sean Brown last year, and he we sure out. was. Wow, he sure was. By the way, he was not, and they made him. He was one. Of, he was a ninety nine. Yep. He, only he's, him, he's, him and Aaron Donald, the only two defensive players that were ninety nine. Shot to Aaron Donald being number ninety nine, being uh, ninety nine overall for four straight years. Trash number. Yeah. Okay. Ouch. So that's all for tonight. Remember, you can follow us on Instagram at Sports for You Podcast. Make sure you like us on Facebook. New podcast will be up in a, in a minute. Thank y'all for tuned in on Spreaker. Make sure you download wherever you find your podcast. This is Sports for You. Stay safe, stay healthy, and let's get ready because sports are back. Y'all have a good night. Peace. Amazon is offering sign-on bonuses up to $1,000. Plus, get up to $20 an hour for select roles. The best part? 
We're hiring near you. So start now to take home something greater. New, higher wages with a sign-on bonus, a range of real benefits, and career growth opportunities in a top-rated workplace. So earn more and see how great pay and sign-on bonuses can lead to a greater life for you. Go to Amazon.com apply. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com.